With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Good morning. Everybody. Happy, 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 happy. Sports Saturday with the fellas, Anthony Gargano, Lincoln Kennedy, hanging out with you. Big Link! <laughs> hey, what's happening, Captain? No, my head, my headphones were giving me trouble, so... This, Are you okay? You if hear I me sounded, testing? If I sounded awkward, it was because of that. Oh, no. You that makes sense? Yeah, 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 but I mean, you good? Everything's good? Everything's good, man. How, how are you right. in Green Bay? I mean, Green Bay, the nostalgic, legendary Green Bay. Um, how, how doing is well. It, is it cold? Well, it's nice. It's it's nice, nice, nice little cool night. Uh, we got in about, I think, around seven thirty, eight o'clock last night. Um, it was a little brisk when we got off the plane, but it's Green Bay in the fall. What do you expect? Oh, it. it's beautiful, Green yeah. Bay in the fall. It's exactly yeah. where it needs to be. True story. It's football weather, than, baby. Than, 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 yeah, then in December or January, yes. Much rather be here. No, now. it's. I, I love. Uh, you know, I I've, I I used to have a, one of my dear friends who live out there, and it was. Uh, I used to go out a lot. It was beautiful. Love that. Yeah, I, I remember you telling me one story that you actually went out here and went on a boat one time, which was you know. I did. Yeah, I natured it out. You. Yeah, yeah, it was all about nature that day. That's right. <laughs> they have the they have all those rivers. Uh, yes, yeah. yeah. And uh, I was actually out on on a river, which you know. It's, Anybody it's knows not, Anthony? That's a stretch. You don't. You don't. Anthony is a city guy. The city guy. Yes. Yeah, I like the. Uh, it's not taking the nature too much. You're not going to see him on the Nature Channel anytime soon. No, no, no. Uh, fellas, coming live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Fifteen minutes. Could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Big link. Lots to get to today. We've got a big college football slate. Yep. We've got all kinds of NFL stories, including Patrick Mahomes. And uh, the NBA tips off this week, which I am uh, absolutely thrilled about. So it, it's, it's a great... And we got game six between the Astros and the Yankees. How about that? It's, How about that? Huh? It, it's the greatest sports confluence ever. 
True story. Uh, it, it's a great sportsgasm. That, and that's uh, all I care about right now is just diving into everything. Let's start last night in game five of the ALCS. Link, Verlander's hyped up to start the game. The Astros, right? You know, you know, that's the one. You know, there's always been a, a common denominator with great pitchers. If you were going to get to him, you would get to him in the first inning. So it was, a tr- it was a truism with uh, Roy Halladay. That, you know, if you didn't get into him in the first, you know, chances are he would settle down and he'd shut you down. And last night, he was just, Verlander just a little amped. The Astros score one. They could have scored a bunch. They wound up scoring one. Uh, LeMahieu leads off the bottom of the inning with a home run. And then Aaron Hicks with that line drive off the foul pole, Link. And the Yanks, that's all they get, but that's all they need. Yeah, and how about that? James Paxton got, as you mentioned, got off to a little bit of a rough start, but as he settled down, yeah, they were able to he was able to get the support. And you know what? The Yankees live to play another day. Yeah, it's funny because then you got a bull, you're gonna have a bullpen game, and yeah. then you got Cole. So today, would you have, let me ask you a question? Now Verlander was going on his normal rest, right? But would you, would you have pushed him back? So if no. you lose game five, you're sitting back with Verlander Cole at home. Yeah, but you're but here's the thing. You're 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 facing what? Your second trip to the World Series. You're one game away in three years, second second World Series in three years. I wouldn't I your aces come up front. This is you 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 do that to close out the deal. I mean, you you're expecting Verlander to go out there and, and be phenomenal like he's been all year. You're not expecting it to go to another game. Yeah, no, no, I no, I get you. Yeah. I just as a, it's almost like a protection. Like I'm sitting back. So if I lose game five, I still come back and I got Verlander Cole. Now yeah. I got a bullpen game and Cole, and because I'm one that I, I would have done. I said it before, so I'm not being Monday morning quarterback. Right. That I said I would have pushed Verlander back. And yeah, I see. I, I I think you overthink things, or you over, tend to overcomplicate things. Like when you think that way, because if you're planning for a loss and a what if factor, you're not putting your you're not putting your best foot forward and thinking the most of your guys. So I I say, look, this is why why we got you. This is why you're here. You go out and do your thing, and and we're good. You know, you're not expecting a trip up, as you mentioned. It, it, they they got to him early, and that's all they needed. Yeah, no, no, no. It has nothing to do with your. I mean, I completely agree with you. And it has nothing right. to do with um, anything other than planning, planning for the series, yeah. like strategic I series. Yeah. I, I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I, it's not about putting the best foot forward and all that. It's more about all right. I, I'm going to back end. I'm going to back end the series with Verlander Cole at home. You know, try and beat me. Well, and my first. I mean, I, I I hear what you're saying. I, I think that I, I think you think this way as well. You you weren't expecting to jump out three one on the Yankees. So you know when you talk about trying to strategize a series, you might start in the beginning. Well, if this happens, then this happens. But you're jumped out three one, so you're one game away. So I, I don't know if conventional thinking goes into that or planning as you. It's smart what you're talking about, but I don't know if that type of planning goes in when you find yourself at the beginning up three one. Hindsight is always twenty twenty. Yeah, I, I said before. That's why you, you yeah. know me. I, I'm I'm yeah, a yeah. Uh, I'm a dork. 
So no, I wouldn't you, say I've always you're thought, a beautiful mind, my friend. You, you you think of these things. You try to think of all angles, which I appreciate and love about you. I, and you I write just, them on the wall and everything else. You do them dabble in your notebooks. And what if this and this scenario? Then you go here. Then we put this one here. Yeah. Do you play yeah. chess? Yeah. I, I I don't really. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't play really. But my cousin you plays. Play? My cousin Joey plays. He's a chess guy. Minds so, like yours often play chess or strategy, strategy games like that. So uh, interesting. I'm surprised you don't. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. My cousin plays. I played with him yeah. once in a while, but no, I'm not. Yeah. A, I'm not any kind of great chess player. Um, I, I, so d- just curious if the Yankees come in can steal the bullpen game. Then it's game seven. Then you know. I mean, Cole's Cole, but. Game seven is one all you know, no, no, it's all get out like you know right right nobody knows what to expect. So therefore, the the my thinking would be you would try to do everything you could to win this game to not force a game seven, not put it in that fifty fifty coin flip thing. Yeah, but, you know, for the most part, you know, everybody had said, and I'm sure, including some Yankee fans, when it's three one. Well, the Yankees are going to win four games. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Uh, three more games uh, straight uh, before the Astros get one, especially right. with the pitching. So, I, you know, Astros are still in a pretty good position. They still hold the, the advantage. But, you know, what we like as fans is that this is actually going to be a series. Yeah, you know, I, don't, I know. It's great. I, and I will tell you, I, want, I really want to see the Astros win. Why is because, that? Well, I want to see Astros Nationals. Interesting. Okay. Because... You you would match it up. It would be outrageous. So you would have Scherzer, Verlander, Strasburg, Cole, Granky, Corbin. Yeah, and you get it tw- two times a piece. I mean, if that doesn't bring back baseball, nothing's going to bring back baseball. Yeah, you know what's I mean, interesting to me is that's living unbelievable. In yeah. Living in Phoenix, you had we, in Phoenix had Corbin. Uh, the, the Dimebacks had Corbin. They had, yeah, they Grinke. had, uh, and they had Grinky. <laughs> so yeah. it's, it goes back to you know when when I played uh, when, when I was in the league, we had around the league what we called as spring teams, and what they were is that teams that would draft well or draft good players, but they just couldn't find a place at that home and go on somewhere, and they all of a sudden they become stars. And yeah. the same thing, you know, it was teams like the Cardinals, it was teams like sure. the Falcons, the Bengals back in the day. Uh, and you see the same thing in baseball, where you see teams that have players or they have players on the roster, but it just doesn't fit for whatever reason. All of a sudden they go elsewhere and they become gangbusters. Or they can't afford Or they can't afford exactly. they can't afford them, yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, baseball's even more pronounced than football. Yeah. I mean, the Marlins have, are, are a case study. They've always yeah. been a, a yeah. team that develops players, that players come from that system. Right. You know, it's so true. But uh, thinking so, about that would be an awesome World Series, man. Wouldn't that be cool? That, that yeah. would be that. That would be a fun World Series. All right. So then we'll get into baseball. But now we got some football. And last night, Ohio State. Oh, 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 drubbing Northwestern. Now, look, Northwestern. Ohio State is a much better team, but certainly Northwestern's not that bad. They're, well. they're not Rutgers, right? So, no, no, no. I mean, I mean, they struggle <laughs> offensively. Yeah, but it just goes to show you how dominant and they they don't they don't let up. No, Ohio State each. I mean, they have they're they've been the most impressive team. Would you agree? 
I the most impressive. I think it's relative because there's been a lot of teams I've been pleasantly surprised, including LSU. So I wouldn't necessarily. No, say I love Ohio. LSU. I yeah. like. I think Ohio State LSU is, is where, more my is more my favorite, but that Ohio yeah. State's been more dominant. Yeah, but Ohio State's been dominant. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. They've been dominant, but they've also, you know, when Urban Meyer left, he left a good team out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. No, you're right. I mean, look at the scores, right? I mean, again, and part of it's competition, so you have to take that into with a grain of salt. All right, so Florida Atlantic they beat forty five twenty one. Cincinnati they beat forty two nothing. Indiana they beat fifty one ten. Miami Ohio they beat seventy six to five. Nebraska on the road, they beat 48 to 7. Michigan State, they beat 34 10. And then last night in Evanston, Illinois, they went 52 3. And of course, with, with all due respect, they really haven't played anybody. Michigan State no, is down. Right. Nebraska, the, even though everybody hyped up that game, still not close to the standard that is, a, you know, top tier Big Ten football. Ohio State's been holding it down in this division for quite some time. Waiting to be knocked off, and there have been very few teams that have challenged them. Look, they get Wisconsin next week. That'll be a big game, and that'll tell. That'll be telltale. Yeah. Then in a couple weeks, uh, Michigan. Actually, at the end, no, even before Michigan, they got Penn State. Oh well, Penn State's got a big one today against Michigan. Yeah, yeah, they do. They have a they have a uh, it's a whiteout condition. So we'll talk about it, and we'll. T- I want to. I want to uh, ask you who are the, in your eyes, the top four? Because for the first time, I remember. Honestly, it's like you get. There's there are six teams right now that can actually be, a, I think, worthy of the playoff. Six teams, okay. At least five. Uh, at least five. I, I can see five, and right. I'll be curious to see where your sixth one comes from. All right. All right. That sounds good. Uh, we are the fellas. We got lots to do. We got NBA. We got NFL. Link is in Green Bay for Raiders Packers. Wow. It's dizzying. Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, the fellas right here on Fox Sports Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. 
Now, you want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at your first year automatically with no limit of how much they'll match. Millions of people are getting their cash back match. So what are you waiting for? Discover cash back, discover cash back match. Learn more at discover.com slash cash back match. The village people? Really? Chris? I mean, we were doing so well last week. You start off this way? This is how you come at us? This has uh, soul. It does not have soul. It has disco. That's why, the, that's why they burnt it down. Anyways. <laughs> funk. <laughs> P-Funk. Gap Band. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Give us something. See, finally, now you nail it down. Now you tell me exactly what I need. I work in specifics. Just, okay. All right. All right. Well, then, uh, duly note it. Duly note it. You know, this, for that. This, this <laughs> yeah, exactly. There it is. See, there's my... Cuz Anthony Gargano, Lincoln Kennedy, having a little fun with you as we get cranked up for this uh, sports Saturday. You know, cuz it really is a great time of year. Cuz when we got to Green Bay last night, um, we're, we're staying in Green Bay. We're actually staying right across the street from, in the, from the airport, Green Bay Airport. And it's a, it's a hotel slash casino, but you know, went into the little sports bar. And when you walked in, we had just everything. You had Syracuse and Pittsburgh on TV. You had Ohio State Northwestern. You had a couple of hockey games. You had the end of the baseball game. So it really was cool as we talked about this time of year where sort of the, the interception, inception or interception, I to say, of a, of a sports on all angles. So it's, it's a good time. Yeah, man. I, I, I love it. I, I can't, it's my favorite time of the year. Yeah. Like this, my, my favorite, I, I'm a ha- my, I'm in my happy place. From September through January is my happy place. You know what? Here, here's the thing. And I totally my favorite time of the year. I love it. It's, you know. My only greatest. issue my uh-huh. only issue is that sometimes it's hard to find exactly what you want to what you what you're looking for. I mean, look, these days I'm talking to my friends and more and more and are getting away from cable or satellite and going to streaming. And all these TVs, these smart TVs and stuff like that for all these apps. But you really got to be dialed in or tuned in to know where your game is playing. Because once upon a time, you used to be able to turn on, say, Fox, CBS, NBC or whatever and see a major sporting event. Now you got to go to ESPN. Now you got to go to NFL Network. Now you got to go to, 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 yeah, don't to, you just to do the grade? TBS. Do the grade. Oh, you don't do the, you don't have the grade? What, what is that? The, the grid with the, the sports mix with DirecTV? No, I'm a cable man. You're a cable man. Yeah, I'm okay. a Comcast so, cable guy. Well, I mean, you know, I I, I, mean, I, live, I live in Philadelphia, so that's yeah. it's like a prerequisite. Um, well, I, I understand that. I, I just know that when when typically so, we say, oh, there's a game that's starting at five. I what like I do is there's a grid, right? There's, okay. I just go into the grid and I go, all right, and I have all my games. Oh, you're getting, okay. Well, I mean, and and, and it just go like whatever that. channel, you know. But I, but I'm a TV. I'm too. I am plugged into. Or, I have a million apps. I'm like, I'm pretty, uh, you know, listen, you, you don't watch as much as as much sports as I do without being plugged in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess. You know. I'm trying to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't even worry about it, bro, because it's it's a, it's a bad existence. <laughs> it's not a bad existence. I mean, I want to I want to be a, able to talk with you when we talk about it. I'm like, you know, I don't, well, I, don't leave. I know that you watch everything, you, so I kind of have to at least touch base with everything. But you do. You you, you listen. We've been together th- for a, forever, eleven years, twelve <laughs> yeah. years. You're you're great. You don't have to worry about couple. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love you just like I did the first day. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you can just let me babble on about the games. 
and just go, yeah, cuz, that's cool, and I'm happy. There you go. Uh, I guess we know who the girl is in the relationship. <laughs> so, so, all right, so here's the deal. The uh, the So I told you, I think there's six teams that are worthy of it. Maybe even seven teams, but I think it's six teams that are worthy of it. Give me your six. So, so you have Bama, LSU, Ohio State, Oklahoma, Clemson, Georgia. Georgia. Now, hear really? me out. Okay. Georgia, now Georgia's got a nasty schedule. Yeah. I still think they're a good team. If they now they they have to they have to do the impossible, which is right. run the table. But if they run the table, they got to stay. They got to. You're not going to deny them, right? Right. Well, I mean, you can't one, deny running, running the table means they win the SEC championship, right? Yeah. I mean, look, you know, the the odds are are vastly against it, but I do think they're I do think they're a caliber a, a true playoff caliber team, which is why they need to increase the field. Okay, valid argument. Are you down? Not with Georgia. Um, I think, well, obviously, I agree with your point. If Georgia runs the table from here on out, yes, they, they definitely deserve because everything will take care of itself. LSU and Alabama will be decided, and Georgia would meet one of those teams in the SEC championship, which means they made the strong team. If they're able to beat the strong team, yes, they should be challenging for a national title. I think they had a little slip-up last week at South Carolina, and I'm not taking anything away from them. Um, because I know how hard it is to win. Most people I think, think we that, had South Carolina in that game too. We did, we did, we did, yeah. we, we did. We took the we took the points with South Carolina, but um, but 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 on top of that, I mean, I think there are other teams. I think you know, there's another team that needs to to, to come into the view. I think we need to start talking a little bit more about Wisconsin. Yes, and that was my team looking at that's on the cusp. Yeah, I agree. Now look, Wisconsin's got Ohio State. Wisconsin yeah. beats Ohio State. Looky, They're, looky, they, looky. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Are they all badgered up? I mean, I know how much they oh, love yeah, their oh, badgers. Yeah, 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 come on now. You already know. You've been to Madison during game week. You already know how hard oh, the whole state. They are the whole the state. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. you're two and a half hours from Madison in yeah. Green Bay, and they yeah. love the badger football. Oh, they love some badger football. Love some badger football, no doubt. Although, you, you know what's nuts? I will say this. That I did. I was... I, I, I was stunned. I, I it was cold down. I was visiting my buddy there, and it was in August, and the weather had changed kind of early, mm-hmm. and at nighttime it was cold. Mm-hmm. Now again, you know, I mean, sixty degrees to me is cold, right? right. Like so, right. I'm not a I'm not a big fan of the cold. But I go, I, I want to get a get a hoodie. Give me, I I want a Packers hoodie. Because I love the football hoodie, right? Right. So I could tell my buddy, I go, I go, Bo, take me to get a, a Packers hoodie. Do you realize we went to four stores? I could not get a Packers hoodie. Not surprised. You're not surprised? No. Are you kidding me? Get sold out. I mean, first of all, no, this it was, was in August. August. Oh, it's in August, so you know, hoodies aren't necessarily popular in August. That's more of a fall item. Because usually hoodies are associated with long sleeves. Yeah, but I, but it's the north. Because uh, we've been here less than 12, well, I guess, no, even less than 12 hours because I'm looking at the time. I've seen nothing but Packer jerseys, 
Wisconsin jerseys. <laughs> I'm talking about jerseys, not hoodies or sweatshirts. Or I, I know. Mean, I just, just want the hoodie. Here. I just wanted. I just wanted a yellow Packers hoodie. Sold out. Nothing. Sold I out. went to forty stores. <laughs> One of these stores was was the biggest store I was ever. First of all, I'm not a store guy. All right, so you know that about me too. Yep. I don't go into store unless you know. If I want to go buy myself something to wear, you know, whatever. I go to clothing store. Center City, you know, whatever. I, I don't go to these big stores. This store was the size of a city. <laughs> I mean, they had tractors in there, and they had, like, soup, right? Sounds they like Harold's. It, it was the biggest store ever. Hmm. They even had, like, a, a coffee bar in this store. Yeah. I mean, it sounds had like a store over in the UK. Of, yeah, there, there's a store over in the UK that's like that. Harrods, it had levels. Oh no, no, yeah, 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 everything. So oh, Harrods, everything, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. No, anyways, this place but, was even, you know, it was like the Wisconsin. I guess yeah. you know, it wasn't a department <laughs> store, but it was right. like they sold things everything. that are things that I never heard of, like outdoor things. Right. They had a whole outdoor. So uh, I go look for the Packer hoodie. I go to this area where the clothes are and there was a million of these you know hunt because big, big hunting country oh, yeah. in, in yeah, wisconsin yeah. Mm-hmm. so a lot of gear a lot of hunting gear but i couldn't find a pal couldn't find a packers uh hoodie <laughs> couldn't believe it i was kind of surprised meanwhile do you gotta do me a favor i've What's been that? meaning to ask you for weeks can you dig out a a, a raiders hoodie from the office sure yeah what size two x Okay. Yeah. No worries. No, you. I appreciate that, bro. That's easy. Yeah, I, I, I've been... Uh, I know people. I got connections. Well, I figured you did. I want to... <laughs> you know, listen. I talk about you... I talk about you all the time. I collect these hoodies from the, the my friends with different teams. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I got, got my Chiefs, my Bills. I got the the, the, the Carolina Panthers. I got a bunch of these these things. I, I, and I, um, I'm a simple creature. You know, especially Easy. since it's fall, I like to just yeah. lounge around. Done. You know, you're the man, bro. You're the man. All right, let's do this because we got to get into the, the slate today. It's a great, it's a great, great college football weekend. We'll talk about some of the games coming up, and then uh, we need to talk about Patrick Mahomes. And, and uh, can I ask you a question? What sure. Was, what in the world were the Broncos doing on offense? Uh, messing up. Does that summarize it? <laughs> I mean, all, can I just take five seconds and boast? Sure. That our boy Coach Bags coached the beans yeah. off the Bears and Vic, yeah. right? Yeah. Masterful job. Masterful job. Figgy, good morning. Buenos dias, gentlemen. How we doing? What's up, my brother? Oh, everything and nothing. Going through what some you, uh, MLB playoffs here, you know, college football's in full swing, the NFL. I'm loving it. Love, this is the best you, time of year. What, what are you loving right now? What am I loving? Well, college football is always, always my baby, so I, I love it. You know, Ohio State continues to roll. Um, it sounds like Alabama's been anticlimactic. I'll be honest, I haven't even watched a lot of them, and when I have tried to, there have been so many blowouts I've tuned out. Uh, you know, Clemson, question marks about the way they've been playing, but they're still finding a way to chug along and be undefeated. Um, so it's a lot of exciting. Still pulling from my Pac-12. There's still an outside shot for Oregon to find a way to make it in. Like I know they're going against your Huskies this weekend. Um, 
be able to pull that one out. They're not suck worthy. Nut, suck nut. <laughs> They're not worthy of of a playoff. Hey, you never know. Oh, whoa, 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 you whoa, never whoa, know. whoa, whoa, stop! Come They're, on, fellas, stop. really? Stop. There's still hope. We got trending right. I mean, right, Penn, Penn, Penn State's <laughs> more worthy of a of a of a playoff than not Oregon. once they not once they lose to Ohio State. Exactly. I mean, jeez, that team's that team's is, is just a, ew. Are you trying to tell me something, Chris? Is that what that was? All right, I'll get right to it then. Uh, I'll start with game five. Chris is going to get a beating at some point. (laughs) I'm flying out there just to beat, just to lay the beating and flying back. Uh, The Houston Astros were laying laying the wood to the uh, to the Yankees again with a three one series lead going into Friday night. The Yankees are able to stave off elimination with a four to one victory. Over Houston, all five runs that were scored in the game were scored in the first inning. Yankees, a solo home run from DJ LeMahieu, who's been on fire, batting 381 in the postseason. Aaron Hicks with a three-run shot as well. Houston scored their only run on a wild pitch by James Paxton, who outside of that pitched phenomenal. Pitched six innings, allowed just the one run, struck out nine. Justin Verlander was was amazing. After giving up those four runs in the first inning, he ended up blasting seven innings, struck out nine, but he does take the loss. Game six will be back in Houston tonight at 7 Eastern on FS1. Online car shopping can be confusing, not anymore, with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. College football on Friday night, spotlighted by fourth-ranked Ohio State, laying the wood to Northwestern 52-3. Justin Fields, four touchdown passes. J.K. Dobbins, a touchdown rushing and receiving, as well as 120 yards on the ground. Marshall over Florida Atlantic, 36-31. Fresno State hammered UNLV. Pitt now 5-2. They beat Syracuse 27-20. The Orange, who had high expectations coming into the season, now 0-3 in ACC play. Back to the fellas. All right, baby. Thank you, Fig. Fellas, coming live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, 15 minutes. Could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Oh, so big link. I need you to, to block out your schedule uh, Monday, November the 4th. Oh, hang on. Hang on. Let me see. I'm trying to make sure you're in town. Just in town where? In Phoenix. Oh, Phoenix? Um, After we play the Lions. What's going on? Are you in town? I'll be flying back to, to Phoenix from Oakland. On the 4th? Yes. Because I'm in town with the Sixers, baby. <laughs> so what? T- so what time? Do you know what time game time is? It's uh, I I guess seven o'clock your time. Okay. Well, that I, I should be I, I should be um I should be um back by then. So the flight because I, I do some work with the Raiders uh the online presence and chalk talks and stuff like that. I tape those on Monday morning. Oh, you got so, and, and Sunday you got them. the Lions in Oakland. Yeah. Yeah. It stinks. I think I got an off day in Phoenix on Sunday. I, I wish I was there. You, you might be able. You want to fly up to Oakland and go to the game? Wow, that would be fun. I'm in Portland on Saturday. So after the game Saturday, fly down to Phoenix and then go. We can go from Phoenix to, or you can go because you have to leave get there sooner than I do. Uh, Phoenix to Philly. I mean, the Phoenix to Phoenix. I mean, uh, Oakland to Phoenix. Jeez. Yeah, Portland might, to Oakland, and then that might Oakland be it. To that might be the plan. Now, just forgive us to the audience because we we spend our first hour of the show catching up every week. Certainly, 
So uh, you know, just so anybody listens to our show knows that. And then we, what we do is we, we somehow relate it to what's going on. So that's that. That what you're hearing now is two guys going. You know, what's the schedule so we can exactly. go have a party? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And what I just did was related to the start of the NBA season because I'm excited. As you should be. For the Sixers, I'm doing a book project on the Sixers that's authorized. So I'm hanging out with them. So I'm going on their first big road trip to to Portland, Phoenix, Utah, and Denver. So when do do they play Utah after they play Phoenix on Monday? They play Utah Wednesday. Okay. So you got time, yeah. and so if you, you you're more than welcome. You can come over to the Kennedy Compound. So Always would love the welcome. Kennedy Compound. Absolutely. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for basketball. Zion uh, caught a break, and uh, we, you know we all caught a break in that sense that he's such a highlight. I can't wait for this season. I got I got hoops. Like I, I usually I can wait a little bit, but I can't wait for this season. Well, there's a lot of anticipation. I mean, I like I like basketball just as much as the, actually it's my favorite sport. But you know how I am. I'm I'm usually out until Christmas. This is still football, baseball. I mean, this is this is the time where I'm, I'm looking at every division. No, I know. It must be because of the Sixer thing. I'm pretty close to yeah. that team, so there, there's a, a little bit of rightfully so. There's a lot excitement of excitement for, as it should be to, to watch that team play. But I'm, I'm I I don't know. I'm just looking forward to the NBA and. It, it kick it off. That Western Conference is going to be an incredible conference. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the teams. There's some like we talk, I just gave you that trip with Utah and Portland. Yeah. They're awesome. Forget about yeah. the Clippers and the Lakers that are going to be the terrific. Still be good. I mean, I mean, yeah. yeah. It's what, what's it, Figgy? What's it been like for your boys? What's it been like for for your boy the Lake Show? All's positive on the on the Lake Show front, to be honest with you. It can't really glean too much from the preseason, but they put it on Golden State when they had their starters versus starters the other night. Some starters. I mean, you know, a couple of guys didn't play for Golden State. But, I mean, the Anthony Davis mix with LeBron James looks beautiful so far. Quinn Cook out there draining threes left and right. Danny Green looks really good. Every Bradley looks to be healthy and moving pretty damn well early on. So, so far, so good for whatever you can glean from the preseason, which, quite honestly, is not much. So, <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know, but how about the clip joint? He's optimism. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, Clips more of the same. They got blown out against Dallas up in Canada the other night. Uh, didn't play a lot of their starters, uh, r- rightfully so. And they're a veteran-laden group. So I don't think like, guys like Patrick Beverly I didn't even make the trip, I don't believe. So uh, they're going to be fine. They just want to make sure that their guys are healthy going into the season. Paul George had two shoulder surgeries this offseason. He won't even be ready to play until sometime after Thanksgiving. Uh, so that's something that bears monitoring when it comes to the Clippers. But they're a big deal. They're, they're so talented. They're so deep. They just have to be in it towards the end of the season. Like a lot of people have picked them, and I know. Did you see the GM survey this past week? I, uh, yeah, they did. Four, I think forty-six percent of the general managers picked the Clippers to win the championship. Yeah, and, and many more picked them to be the top seed in the West. And maybe because of injuries, and maybe they throw on some load management with both Kawhi and Paul, they don't end up being the one seed. They're good enough and talented enough that it doesn't really matter if they have home court. They just have to be in the race. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I like. I think they're the most talented team too. Easily, I think. Yeah. I, honestly, I think easily from just. You know, who I think he's number two. Who's that? Is Utah? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's how tough like to Utah. argue against. That's tough to argue. I like I Utah. Utah. Mike yeah, Conley's right? one of the most underrated players in the league oh. the last decade. And I swore that's what they were missing. Yeah, 
a veteran ball handler can make open shots to take some of the burden off of Donovan Mitchell to have to do everything exactly. to be the creator and the finisher. Now we can just concentrate on being the scorer. What was the Jazz weak link? It was that. Offense, offense yeah. to be honest it, with you. It was yep. their point guard. Yeah. Ball handling. Uh, Creating plays. Exactly yes. right. Yes. Yep. They, they were bogged, especially in close. It was bogged down. You knew exactly what they were going to do, and they became easy to defend at that point. Exactly. They had a bad and, – and, and you remember the conversation a couple weeks ago? Because, you know, I remember everything, <laughs> which which is Matt Mosley when Matt was filling That's in right. for Link. Yep. And and he tried to tell me what? Uh, well, he tried to tell you a lot of things. But this, right now, I'm assuming we're talking basketball and not about the Eagles-Cowboys. Yeah, about the Jazz. What did he say about the Jazz? And, and the point guard for the Jazz. The, the now deposed point guard for the Jazz. Hmm. I don't the Euro remember. deposed. Think, think, think. You got me. I wasn't here, so I don't know what. You no, you weren't about. here, and <laughs> that was my point. I'm blanking. My on whole the... point. My whole point. It, Ryan, do you remember? Good morning, Ryan. Good morning, Anthony. How are you, my brother? Oh, I'm I'm doing one. I'm just I'm doing this whole setup so I can take a shot at at, at, at Matt at Figgy at me. Well, I wow. always take a shot at Matt, yeah. but I, but I, my, my, I just need to, to bring something up to Link about the fellas, for a second, because well, I thought, I thought, do you remember Ryan? I he mentioned something about Ricky Rubio, but I don't remember exactly what it was. Yeah, that we argued about Ricky Rubio yes. is the point. Yes, and I may have been gone right, at this point. And right here, Figgy agreed with me that Rubio was the prop, uh, but he did not agree sh- with me. With Mosley. And here's my issue, Link. Is I don't that, know if I was here for that conversation, just to be just to clarify. Come I, on, bro. I may, I may have been out. I might have been out. Come on, point. bro. Well, my whole point is this. And this is to, it's to I Link. I was halfway it. through a bottle of whiskey by that time. I don't know. You were. No, you were. And you didn't miss anything. But here's the deal. Ryan, I got, you know, he, he's the producer. I know he would lean my way against Mosley. And I appreciate that because of, of our working relationship. He's our producer, our producer. That's right. Of course. All right. Chris is a rat. I would have no, <laughs> I don't think that Chris would ever have my back. But the Just other guy that, grave. that I thought that I, that I thought was a blood brother was Figgy. And he was, he was like on the fence. Now, Lincoln, if, if you're, and I made it clear that, right. you know, I miss my boy. You know what right. I mean? Like, I brought you up right. many times. You know, Link's, Link's not here. Link's in, in England. <laughs> right now he's in Ireland. Right. You know? Again, and, and I expected my boy over there to have my back. But he was like a straddler. I really think this was a different conversation we were having. I, <laughs> I honestly, so I remember there was a situation where you and Matt did have a debate, and I did kind of see both sides of it. It was not when it came to the Utah Jazz and their point guard situation because I would yeah, never several, argue. It was we never argued argue for four hours, me, me and Mosley. That is true because that's what we because he's a cowboy think. <laughs> <laughs> I had him on my show yesterday. I could or two days ago, and I couldn't stand it. <laughs> doing four hours with the guy. It was riveting radio. I'll say that. It was, it was great to listen. How to. How many times did I say I can't? I, I miss my. I miss my Lincoln. 
Uh, at least <laughs> at least once every 35 seconds. Yes. Wow. <laughs> we are the fellas. Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, hanging out with you. Coming up, uh, we'll get serious and start to really da- really bang into some of these games. It's a great, great weekend of football. We'll start with the NFL and the Broncos and Chiefs next. Fellas on Fox. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Fellas! Thank you, Chris. (laughs) That's hysterical. (laughs) Fellas brought to you by Discover. You want to hear something amazing? Discover makes all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit to how much will match. Millions of people are getting their cash back match. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash cash back match. So, looks like Mahomes is okay. Yeah. that It's going to be a few weeks. But that Patrick Mahomes could come back and, and the Chiefs season is still alive. Cause that for a moment, you saw him walk off and you, you held your breath. I mean, I did. I held my breath like, Oh no, that's a, you as a football fan had to have the same reaction. The only time I was really glued is when he was laying down on the ground because you saw him grimacing in pain. But as he got up and he got help, I saw him put more and more weight. And I'm, I'm a body language guy. When, when you, when you watch someone's body language as they're moving and they're moving forward, off, you know, the adrenaline, the, 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 the sort of panic, if you will, you want to use that word, sort of settles. And then if they're able to put more and more weight on and walk off, I know that things are going to be okay. Uh, but I was, I was more concerned when he was down on the ground to see him grimacing in pain the way he was from the initial shock. It looked like at one point he couldn't move. Yeah, yeah. And that that's where when he's laying on his offensive line in his center, that's when you were. That's when I was most concerned. But with that being said, look, the Chiefs still have a whole lot of talent, and and this is why. In all honesty, you'll see this is why more and more owners are just clamoring for an amateur league or a development league of some sort because you have these issues come up, especially this year. New Orleans Saints. I mean, look how the, look at the, the the prevalence of the backup quarterback. 
It's come more into focus this year than it has oh, yeah. in recent years because it's for premier teams. And, and, yeah, no, and, without a doubt. You, and when you talk about the speculation of who's who in the NFL – and you look at the top, a lot of the top tier teams like New Orleans and now Kansas City and stuff like that. They don't have their starting quarterback. The backup quarterback comes even more in focus. But you know, Carolina, what's amazing Jacksonville. I mean, oh, you're right. On. Yeah, no, you're right on, brother. Right on. But you know what's amazing is that they had they had a league. Yeah, they had the perfect scenario. And, World and league. They, yeah, and 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 they didn't want to fund it. No, I mean, how short sighted. And they're still short-sighted because if you build up a European league and play it in the spring, people would watch it, and you'd have the yeah. perfect league in, to you know to foster and talent. Because yeah. look, well, it's going to be something that, we'll revisit. That's for sure. I mean, that's what they need. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. They need mm-hmm. they they need another. They need something. If you're going to go to a 17 game schedule, like w- what is proposed, right? You better have more talent. No doubt. You have to start mining that talent. So that means all those great athletes that somehow slipped through the cracks and didn't make it to college or didn't make it through college, or well, you know, it's perhaps in essence, yeah, the sunrise you need to see them play. They just they yeah. have to play full speed football. I agree. I, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. All right, coming up, uh, we got to t- we got to tackle the day in college football. It's a fun one. Lots of good teams, lots of action. We'll see if there's any teams on the upset bubble. The fellas, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Fellas, big bleeping link. I'm Cuz, together with the fellas live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Go to Geico.com, get yourself a free rate quote. Big day, and it's a big day every October, but we have a, a big day, as you can well imagine, in college football, as we'll get into uh, a, a big breakdown of everything. Tonight, quick turnaround because of the rain earlier in the week, Astros-Yankees game six is tonight from Houston. So the quick turnaround from New York to Houston, it's uh, it's anybody's guess because it's going to be a bullpen game. Guys, it, it was a great night last night as Paxton outduels Verlander. Verlander a little shaky in the first inning. Not shaky as much as when these guys are overamped as Verlander was with the adrenaline, that's when they're most vulnerable. It's when their pitches kind of get up in the zone. And you saw both LeMahieu and Hicks able to drive both those balls because they were up in the strike zone. It's such a, a mind game. When you think about it, you're one game away from the World Series. And, of course, you've had success because they were there a couple of years ago. But it, it, And you're going up against the Yankees. And you just want to – if you're a pitcher, you want to control the situation. You're right. Your emotions get the best of you. And it's so hard being in those situations, especially being overamped. And just settle down. He eventually settled down. But, as you mentioned, the Yankees did their damage in, in early in the game and uh, and was able to take advantage of it. And I, you know, it, it somehow held up, man. Right? I yeah. mean, I was shocked. Yeah. yeah. Because Paxton, and you brought up how well he pit, went up pitching, but Paxton mm-hmm. was shaky early. Right. I, I got to tell you, I do love the Astros. Like Why there was so? one moment. Let me. Do, and, and we're gonna get into the college football in a second, but there was a moment in game five, in game four, 
that I just love. Like, to me, I had a smile on my face. So, if you remember, Springer hits the home run. Remember he hits the big three-run home run in game right, four? Right, right, So, up next is Altuve. And Altuve legs out. Uh, it was unbelievable. He legs out an infield hit. And he, the hustle, because what happens yeah. after a, uh, a a home run like that, when your team hits a home run, three-run homer to clear the bases, there's a natural, like, letdown. But he kept up, and he busted it down the line. I, I was so impressed by that, Link. Uh, Interesting. I love the way they play the game out, too. And then, and even when he gets into a rundown between third and home, he's got the wherewithal. He's, he's letting his runners know... To get to third, I'm going to get out, but I want you. I'm going to get. I'm going to be. I'm in the rundown, but I need you to get to third base. Right, right. It's just great baseball, man. I love the Astros. I love Never the way they play, like man. That's nice. Well, it should be interesting to see if they're able to make it. I, I mean, I agree with you. I think Astros and Nationals would be a great series. It really would be. It, it, re- it really would be. That would be a. Uh, it'd be a, just a great baseball. I hope people are are watching it. I really am. Um. How about how about the NFL? Ratings are up despite losing Drew Brees, Cam Newton, you know, just starting quarterbacks with all the flags. I mean, it's a damn flag fest <laughs> every game. It's disgusting, quite frankly. Right. That that Jets Cowboys game. Oh. I know you you were busy. No, no, no. I I, uh, I I saw that. I was off this past weekend. So right, I, I right. You had to buy. Right, yeah, right. Buy. Yeah. Do you remember? The, did you see the last? The last eight plays all had a flag. I did. It, I did. I mean, that's. And a, I, I saw. I, I saw that. I saw that Brown Seahawk game, and there were a couple flags in there. Were just. I was just like, dude. I don't even. I don't even know how you call that. Not to mention Green Bay, Detroit. I mean, I, it's dude. It, it, it was just. And that was what's most disheartening because we live in a reactionary time, especially things like, like what we do. It's a reactionary time to where you come back and you talk about what you saw. And I've often said I don't mind human error when it comes to officiating. I know how hard it can possibly be because I played the game, so I know how fast things happen. And for you to catch it all the time is not necessarily easy. But in this in this day and age, because you have so much coverage and so many different vantage points and so many different cameras and you see everything, you just want them to get it right. Yeah. yeah. When I watched that Cleveland Seahawks game and they called that that uh, that illegal block on Jarvis Landry, I'm just like, I'm scratching my head because I'm thinking, what did you see? Yeah. What he didn't crack back the 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 defender looked at him. He saw him. He ran into him. So it wasn't like it was it was an illegal crackback block or where he got a blindside block. Uh, And I'm scratching and and then when you slow it down, it's even more egregious. And then of course the ultimate, you know, disrespect or feeling of you know, just mess up is when you watch the Green Bay Detroit game and you see it slowed down, like okay, it's not hands to the face, and then you, okay, I get it the first time, but you call it twice when it affects the outcome of the game. And there are times where I just think, as a, as a ref, you got to you know, if it's not egregious, over the top, you have to let it go because you miss so many other things. I know, I I, I hear you. It's unbelievable, and it makes it just completely unwatchable. That Monday night, that was a disgrace. 
Chris, who is our resident Lions fan. I'm sorry. I mean, I feel I my heart. I thought of him, Chris. I thought as did I because he called it. He said he said he said the Lions were going to challenge him, and they did. Yeah, they really did. And it's just I I'm I'm frustrated most of all because just I've seen the narratives kind of come out through this week in reaction to it, and it's gone of several different ways. And the one that I think kind of annoys me the most is people saying, "Well, the Lions had their chances, and they should have scored more points, so they don't get." you know, screwed up by the refs. And I, it's true The Detroit had a lot of chances in the red zone. There was a lot of times, especially early on in the game where it's like, you can't finish up a drive there. You can't score a touchdown there. That's kind of disheartening. But I don't think you should in, in the game of football, which is engineered in the NFL to have these close finishes. So it's exciting. So people stay tuned in through the fourth quarter. I don't think it's fair to ask a team to get, you know, three scores to make sure they don't get botched by the referees. I don't think it's a hard ask to say, Hey, just make sure you're calling this game fair. And we're seeing it all across the league, but for lions fans, for, for people who watch the Detroit lions, it feels like it feels more frustrating because it seems to happen at least every two, three years, you know, it's Calvin John. It's the Calvin Johnson oh. rule, or it's a flag picked up in Dallas, or oh. it's this. Oh, that was and terrible. Yeah, they can. The refs, the officiating, the NFL officiating can come out and apologize to Trey Flowers after the fact that said, "Hey, we screwed up. It wasn't a a face. Uh, it wasn't a hands to the face call, but it still counts as a loss in the column and in an incredibly competitive NFC North that could very well cost Detroit." A, uh, a playoff spot. Oh, well, so I can tell you, you as, as, as a former player, I don't want an apology letter after the fact. I, th- you know what? It's a blown call. We know it's a blown call. For you to come out and admit, yeah, we blew it. We, we shouldn't have called that. We're sorry. We lost the game. Yeah, what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? what? Yeah, I don't, you don't get don't a do-over. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't mean that we're going to go do it right. And, and you know, what's a little interesting side point, I remember 2001 when we lost the Tuck Row game. And how everybody said, you know, there was a fumble or whatever it was. You know, you go back. I remember the following year we came in with the attitude as a team, the Raiders, that we were going to play above the refs. We were going to try to beat the snot out of everybody. So the refs couldn't take it away from us. And we end up leading the league in offense and going to the Super Bowl the following year. But, I mean, that was one of those things where you, if you're Detroit, I, I sense that you're there now, that you really have to try to embarrass every team you play just so the refs don't take it away from you. But I just, I just don't see how they can do that. I don't. Well, think I mean, really you, you got to be made up for it. I, I yeah. agree. But you know, no, here's I, the thing. I, yeah, it's terrible. It when is. you talk about, you talk about the way they jumped out on the pack early, and and then you, I'm sure a lot of fans are sitting at home and they're watching the game. Like, well, they jumped out so clean early and, and and jumped on them. Why can't they do that again? Well, people make adjustments during the game. You also have to make adjustments on the other side. So if they're adjusting for this, you have to plan for this. I know we get into coaching and strategy and stuff like that, but you know, Detroit's still a good football team. It's just that they got robbed. No, I I, ripped off, man. Ripped off. Yep. But you know what's amazing? The Lions fans should really put a lawsuit against the NFL for just poor treatment over the years, cruel and unusual punishment. Because these things, like you mentioned them, Chris, have happened over and over again. And they they were forced to, to deal with Wayne Fonts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but all right. <laughs> I mean, Lincoln kept invoking Matt Millen last week. <laughs> Draft another receiver. You need another receiver. <laughs> I mean, are you serious? 
I mean, that's inc- that's incredible. It's incredible. I mean, it's it, unreal that they did that. Anyway, we we uh, we I feel bad for Chris. Had to bring it up in the and the crazy flag fest. Let's go through the college games coming up and a quick uh, summation and see if there's any team. Now you got a couple big games in the Pac-12. You got a monster in the Pac-10. And then, and, and you, in the, excuse the big me, the 10. Big 10. Mm-hmm. And you got a couple of uh, teams that, I don't know, could they be on upset alert? We'll discuss next, the fellas, right here on Fox. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The fellas, Anthony Gargano and Lincoln Kennedy, and you want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically with no limit on how much they'll catch. They'll match. Millions of people are getting their cash back. So what are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash cashback match. Uh, we're having some fun and we're getting ready for a big college football slate. And cause you called it the last segment out in the pack 12, there are two huge games. With the Ducks taking on my dogs and, and, uh, Utah playing Arizona State. Uh, they're going to have huge implications, uh, for the possibility of a, of a Pac-12 team being represented in the playoff. Um, um, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm glad that my dogs got, uh, got Oregon at, at, at Seattle because I think it's going to be a tight game, but we're going to break it down and get into it. So where you want to go first? Yeah. Real quick though. They, they, they got no shot of a playoff. Who? Oh. Back twelve. Think about it now. Come on now. You want to do the I'm math? Sorry. We'll do the math later. We'll do the math later. I'm, we'll do I'm the sorry. Math. I'm sorry. No, no, don't say it. You're sorry. It's not, because it's true. They, they, they. I mean, it's not true. They do have a shot. Pac-12 has an outside shot. Slim, but an outside shot. And being one of those four teams, and I can tell you how later. O State, Alabama. Crickets. <laughs> LSU, Clemson. Well, see, yeah. a lot of the SEC teams are going to figure themselves out. I mean, the in all honesty, in my opinion, the the only one team that can suffer a loss and still get in the playoff out of the SEC is Alabama. I think if if LSU or Georgia or anyone else loses, they're they're done. They're out. I agree. I. I 
But the SEC I love champion will I, be I love in the I love LSU. Yeah. I love LSU. It's hard not to love. I mean, you see that team, especially with the way Burrow's playing? The game that he had last week against Florida, I, told you, I, I didn't they, see I game still game. think they could beat Alabama. And did if that's know, true, I mean, that's that, that, that's a possibility. Did you see the line? Yeah. They had the early line out, Alabama-LSU? No, I haven't seen it. Take a guess what it is. LSU favored by two and a half? No. Okay. It's my Wrong guess. favorite. Oh, Alabama, really? Cause Alabama minus ten. Wow, really? You, right? Wow. I was shocked. Alabama minus ten over LSU. Now look, I I, I know that. See, I think the Florida game messed with people a little bit because that game was a lot closer than the fourteen points. Trask. Goes up and down the field against LSU, right? I see. I thought it would be more of a blowout. We we correctly laid the thirteen and a half on the show. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You got to get, yeah. But I thought it was going to be even. I thought they win by you know twenty eight. And Kyle Trask, I, I love that kid. Played played terrific. Yes, he but, did. But but you know again, he, he, he they went up and down the field on him. So yeah, I think they're thinking Alabama. Can LSU stop Alabama? Well, LSU's defense is pretty stout. Yeah, but are they? That's the question after watching Florida go up and down the field on them. Well, I mean, but but again, you you got to take in consideration. We're not talking about a bunch of slackers. I thought it was a huge thing of disrespect to see what, at the time, it was like 7-9. and nine. I can't remember where both the teams ranked. It might have been it's different. Or uh, Florida was at 7th ranked and LSU was 3 or whatever it was. I mean, you're... It, and the line was the way it was. I mean, you got to give these. And I, I think for the most part, Alabama's defense is down as compared to where it's been in the past. So LSU's I agree. defense is up. So, I mean, there's kind of the trade off there. I, I agree that Bama's defense. But still, I guess I, yeah. I would worry about Tua going up and down the field on LSU. But at 10 right. points, I was shocked. Figgy, doesn't that shock you? 10? Extremely surprising. I mean, even if it was if it was six, I'd say okay. But double digits, the right. way LSU's playing this year, Insane. I mean, I know Alabama's been been impressive too. But I mean, I mean, dare I say that this could be a shootout? When's the, when's the last time that a combined score between Alabama and LSU game has been more than yeah, the, forty? If, right, if, yeah. if, if even that. Where was the game? Remember the game? Was it three nothing going in? It was nothing nothing going in the fourth quarter? Yeah. Well, well, that was that. Was that the national title game where I think Alabama beat LSU six to three or something? It set off either that football. or the SEC championship. One of those. Yeah, I they played that. each other in the regular season, I believe. And I want to say LSU beat Bama, and then Bama beat LSU in the rematch. I think that was yeah. one of the final BCS title games. Yes. Yeah, and I think the regular season game. There was like nothing, nothing going in the fourth quarter. Right, and the like final that. was like three nothing or something. Yeah, yeah, and and not for nothing, but I mean, I think it goes with the worth mentioning. You know, LSU's road to Alabama is not necessarily easy. They got to go to Michigan State. I mean, Mississippi State today. Then they have Auburn at home. That's a big one. And and, and I guess the only saving factor is that they get a buy between having to go to Alabama. That's that. Yeah. They have a cupcake in there somewhere, right? Because they all do. No, no, it's 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 Mississippi State, Auburn, okay. a bye, and then Alabama. Okay, good. Normally, it's like Louisiana, Northwestern, yeah, yeah. Monroe State. Play the schedule game, and right. you know that's that's usually the way it, it comes down. 
Uh, but I mean, it's it's not an easy road. That's a lot of attrition to go through. You know exactly before you take on your your big you know the, have the big game mm-hmm. and you have to go to you have to go to Tuscaloosa. Mm. Meanwhile, conversely, you know, cuz is a crimson tide. Tennessee, Arkansas, <laughs> bye. Then we got LSU. No, they get a bye. Yeah, they, they even find a way to get a bye before LSU. Of course. I know. That's a, that's a cupcake. It really is. <laughs> I uh, think the bye a, has a better chance of beating it than double, Arkansas does. Exactly. I know. I think you're right. Double frosting. Although, I'll tell you, I think Arkansas keeps it close against Auburn today. Really? I don't. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what the line is on that one, but. 20. Auburn's not going to yet. Yeah, Auburn's not going to be happy after. And the reason was. why you had crickets is I was thinking I was like, really? Where do you? I'm trying to figure out where you got that one. From, I am too. Okay. Yeah, I don't like. I, you I'm, just got a hunch or something, or no? I I, I just don't, I don't like uh, Auburn. Hmm. I don't like Bo Nix. You don't? Nope. Oh, I think I he's for overrated. a freshman, he's playing pretty pretty darn well. Yeah, I think all things got, considered, I think he's a little overrated. Yeah, I, th- I thought he got a lot, of, a little bit too much hype after you know they had the the comeback win over Oregon and they played well. Um, he's he's been solid, but yeah, to your point, I think early in the season they were kind of hyping him up uh, a little bit too yeah, much. They were all about, oh, but he's okay. He's yeah. a someone that I think two or two years from now you can say, all right, this guy can be something. You know, if you're just future projecting, as of now, you see the raw talent that he has. He can end up being a very very good player for them. Hey, you know, something, just yeah. a little side note, l- l- yeah. just want to mention something. You know, as I, I look at these schedules, what what fascinates me are the ticket prices, right? Mm. So we're talking about uh, Alabama. They're taking on Tennessee, and so they say you can uh, buy tickets at home. They have Tennessee. Starting tickets are at $40. Uh, and then for Arkansas, starting tickets are $25. Against LSU, starting tickets are at $300. Woo. But then they go down a couple weeks to right before Thanksgiving. They're going to play Western Carolina. Starting tickets are take a guess, cuz what do you think the starting tickets are for Western Carolina? Thirty dollars, six dollars, <laughs> six bucks, six bucks. They literally to can't see a, give to those see a away. Like... Game at, in Alabama, six dollars wow. is what the tickets are starting at for Western Carolina. Uh, that's a bargain. It's <laughs> sick. As I might go to that game. Why are you playing Western Carolina that late in the season? Because you so got Auburn the following week at oh. Auburn. Just have another buy. Where'd you that's buy the- in there? What's the point? <laughs> yeah. It's just, that's one of the, the pet peeves of me with the SEC is these cupcakes in November. Why? Yeah. What's the point? No, no you're, I, it's a good point. You're right about that. If you're not going to play somebody legit, then don't play anybody at all. Just do an extra buy. Yeah. We need a scrimmage team. Anybody want to play? <laughs> right. Yeah, no, it's terrible. I, I completely agree. It's That's terrible. Um. All right, let's, let's take a look at this. Let's take a look at the schedule today. See if anybody's on alert, upset alert. So early, you got all the big favorites, right? You got Clemson, Louisville. Clemson is a twenty-four and a half point favorite. They'll even though Clemson hasn't been playing as dominant last year, they're still efficient enough to to beat down Louisville. I, I'd lay it. Would you really? You lay? Yep. You, you yep. Lay, yeah. Mm. Oklahoma is thirty-three point favorite over West Virginia. West Virginia struggles on offense. I'd lay it. I, I agree. I, it was funny. I was saying the same thing. Uh, Wisconsin, another early game, another huge favorite, thirty-one over over Illinois. As much as Wisconsin likes to run the ball and control the game, I, I could see taking Illinois with the points. I think Wisconsin really handles things against Illinois, but I don't think they. You know, I 
Yeah. I don't think I, they, I hear they, they you. didn't score all those points. You know well, what I mean? Well, you know, it's funny. They're a team, like this Wisconsin team, and you saw it last week. They'll blow you out. Like, if they're facing a team that's kind of even, yep. they'll blow you out. Like, they'll start to run on you. Yep. And, and you know, like, like that game last week got out of control, right? Like, yeah. you know, they, they, they crushed Michigan State. They shut them out, and, and then it was just downhill. And the score gets out of hand. Against Illinois, they win, but you could see them. It's on the road. That you know, they they know, and they're playing a two and four in line in line. I, you know, I could see that being a twenty point win. You know, and and, and the thing is, thirty three, thirteen. Yeah, you know, once whatever. you once you get into handling, you know, uh, on a team, uh, especially on the road, and I'm not sure who they have after Illinois, but once you oh, they're going to they got Ohio, at Ohio State. You can honestly see them resting players. So then you put in a lot of your backups, and your backups aren't as efficient as what you were, just so you can get exactly. everybody ready for Ohio State. So they take on Ohio State at Ohio State next week. So, yeah, I agree. I I, I think I think the same thing. I think I think the Illini is is pretty live here. Um, again, Wisconsin wins wins easy, but they're inside the thirty-one Illinois. Yeah. Then the other big, there's two other big game favorites. Auburn, we mentioned Auburn, nineteen and a half against Arkansas, and again, nineteen and a half, dude. That's a, that's a light number for yeah. mighty Auburn. <laughs> and you're not in love with them, so I mean, it, it makes sense. I think again, but, Auburn handles the game, but do they? I mean, do they run up the score on them? Or can they? You know, I, mean, they? I think yeah, it might yeah. be a sweat. I don't. Right. I don't mean that they're going to win the game at like they're in, in threat of losing the game, but I, I do right. think it's. Uh, I think it's closer. And then the other early game with a ranked team, and as a big favorite, is Iowa, seventeen and a half point favorite against Purdue. I, I think the Iowa just crushes Purdue. I, I agree. I agree. But any of those teams? So in your mind, none of those teams are in I, peril. I think they're safe. I think the only, I mean, there's not the only one, but one game that I'm definitely drawing some interest in because I haven't seen a lot of them is um, Baylor going to Okie State. Oh, that's, we'll talk that's about almost that like a, a trap bit. game to me. I it's mean, a, it's a, yeah, it's a tough matchup yeah, for Matt It's a tough Rule. matchup, exactly. Tough. On the road. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, no, I, it's I, gonna be I have the Fox, same. So. I have the same feeling. It's a great game. Mm-hmm. We'll get into it, though. We'll definitely get into it in just a bit. The fellas right here on Fox Sports Radio. Fig, you want to hit us with some trending? Let's do it. We had baseball on Friday night. Yankees able to stave off elimination. They beat the Astros 4-1 to in Game 5 of the American League Championship Series. New York hitting two home runs off of Astro ace Justin Verlander in the first inning. James Paxton, the starter for the Yankees, pitched six innings of four-hit ball, allowing just one run, struck out nine. Giancarlo Stanton back in the lineup. He has the DH. He went 0 for 3 after missing the first three games with a quad injury. Game 6 tonight at 7 Eastern on FS1. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Four college football games on the night on Friday. Fourth-ranked Ohio State dismantled Northwestern 52-3. J.K. Dobbins, 121 yards rushing, two touchdowns, while Justin Fields had four touchdowns through the air. Pittsburgh led Syracuse 24-6 at the half. They would hold on for a 27-20 victory. Marshall beat Florida Atlantic 36-31. 
Fresno State hammered UNLV 56-27. Some injury news out of the NFL. The Packers without Devontae Adams on Sunday against Oakland. Alvin Kamara, Jared Cook both out of the lineup for the Saints against Chicago. Amari Cooper, Lyle Collins, and Tyron Smith expected to suit up for the Cowboys against the Eagles on Sunday night. Fellas, back to you. Ooh. What was that? For? What was that about? The uh, injury news that you, the update you yeah. gave. Was that a a little uh, nervousness on your part about the healthy Cowboys getting back in the lineup there, uh, Anthony? Yes. Okay. Yes, for yes, for good reason. Uh, yeah, I would say so. And you said all of them were going to play, both tackles. They're all and both both tackles and Amara Cooper are all expected to play. Yes. Yeah, you you did say that. Randall Cobb. As is Randall Cobb. Yes, Randall Cobb. I didn't yeah. mention, but yes, he is also expected to be back in the lineup. Yeah. Yeah, that's not good for the Eagles. You guys get uh, Troy Vincent out of retirement or something? Where's Bobby uh, Taylor? Can you use some help back there? Well, <laughs> that's good Eagle cornerback knowledge that's right. by you. Coming up uh, next hour, we will focus uh, on Eagles-Cowboys, and I need to talk to Lincoln and, and figure I want you to jump in here when we talk about the rat in the locker room. Oh. Yes, it's uh, just like the movie The Departed. There is a rat in the Eagles locker room. Uh oh. And, and they were trying to figure it, sniff him out. That's the story with the Eagles heading into a monster game. Not good. Not good to be looking for a rat. No. On the, no. uh, in the days leading to Dallas for first place. And I know, Lake, you'll have some, some good thoughts on this. Fellas, coming live from the Geico, Fox Sports Radio Studios, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. All right, big link. Let's look at the uh, – let's continue going through our college games today. And uh, there's one early game with a lot of fun, and that's Florida and South Carolina. Yeah. Florida's just a five-point favorite. And uh, you could see why, because Florida coming off two monster performances. Right. Auburn and LSU, and now they got to go – at South Carolina, tough road coming for, off uh, their the big win. Yeah, coming off their big win uh, against Florida. I mean, at Georgia last week, uh, the Gamecocks. Um, here's the thing: I still think that Florida is a dominant defensive team. And with that being said, I think they'll. And, and of course, Trask coming into his own, as you mentioned um, last game, but just not coming away with the win. I think they'll be able to handle things easily. I think this is a game that the Gators will pull away for early in the first half. And then wow. it'll be close, yeah. See, I'm, I'm, you're not worried about the uh, the road, the three straight, banged up, being on the road. No, because I think right now, the, I think you kind of have to be focused. You you come out of that LSU game saying, we did some things well, but we just didn't do enough to win. And you want to position yourself to say, hey, we saw Georgia get knocked down. We can't afford to take another step backwards if we want to compete uh, to be in the realm of the championship. You know, you're setting up that matchup. So you got to put every foot forward and give all your energy on the road to take care of a team that probably is feeling pretty confident that they can, they can, they can, they can beat you after beating Georgia last week. Yeah, I guess. I mean, you, you know, you might be right. That's the mentality that I would address in the locker room if I was coach. That's how I would come at it. All right. Uh, let's look at some of the afternoon games and see what you're thinking. Uh, again, there's a lot of big lines, a lot of big numbers. LSU, Mississippi State. LSU, an 18-and-a-half point favorite in Starkville. Are they at all in peril? 
as efficient as LSU has shown me, it's a little bit of a letdown. I don't like that number. I think LSU wins, but I can see them, you know, in the second half, maybe allowing a little bit of their backups in. And Mississippi State doesn't really have a highly impactful offense, a highly effective offense. Um, I am a little well, late that number, though. They scored a whopping 10 against Tennessee last week. Yeah, ex- well, I mean, that's that's my point. But if you're LSU yeah. and you have this game in control, are you looking forward to your next opponent? I mean, you've got a little bit of a road you know, ahead of you, so do you start resting guys. And typically, you know, coaches' thought, prior to, thought process around this time of year is if a game's in hand, I'll pull a starter or two. I'll let some backups play. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you have your twos and your threes going against another team's ones. You, you, you see how it, the, the score might be a little bit more interesting. But I think LSU handles business easily. Well, again, you know, to kind of a sandwich game, bad spot for LSU as well because Absolutely. next week they have Auburn at home. So it goes to back my to point, resting guys. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, SMU is a nine point favorite against Temple. SMU been. Killing fools, but Temple Temple's been playing been, some pretty good ball. I mean, I'm surprised uh, yeah, at that they're five and one. Yeah, their defense is legit. I would be willing to take Temple with the points, and I wouldn't be surprised if they beat SMU. SMU does have some vulnerability, um, but I wouldn't be surprised if Temple gets rallies and a couple things bounce their way. I would definitely take Temple on the points with Temple with the points in that game. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, we mentioned Baylor. You brought it up today right here on Fox. Baylor and Oklahoma State. Baylor with a thrilling win last week against Texas Tech. And you called it. You called it. Yeah, it, it was a great game, man. It was just a great, great football game. And, you know, Baylor's just been playing so, so, such great football, man. I'm, I'm, we know where Matt Rule's a friend of the program and he's, yep. uh, he's done so well. Real proud of what Matt has done. Uh, however, this is a huge, huge test in Stillwater. I kind of lean in. I hate to say it because I'm going to be rooting Baylor, all, uh, as you could well imagine, but I think it's too tough a test. Cowboys in this one. Lane four and a half. Yeah, this has trap game written all over it, bro. And as much as I love the, I love Matt Rule and his Baylor program, especially what they're able to do on defense. I I I have to side with the home team here. I think I think Okie State gets them. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's tough. Just a just a nasty spot. Agree. All right, uh, and then of course the jewel of the afternoon games: Oregon and Washington. Your dogs, the five and one Ducks against the five and two Dogs. Number twelve versus number twenty-five. Oregon's a three-point favorite. Play out the game. Give me a little game script on this one. Both defenses are playing well. Um, the rivalry is 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 in intact, uh, especially the way the Dogs lost to the Ducks last year. So uh, you're going to have, to me, it's going to be a low-scoring game. And both teams, even though they've got quarterbacks, I think it's going to be one of those games where you go back and forth until somebody creates an egregious mistake. And what I mean by that is like a pick six or something like that, a turnover in the red zone, which which really turns the game around, steals momentum. Um, and this is not Homer speaking. I mean, it really is when I when I do my matchup, my pros and cons for these two schools. Um, I'm only going slightly dogs because they're in Seattle, and the home field advantage view comes in just a little bit. Like most odds makers give you like a field goal. I think yeah. the line is what two and a half. I. 
I'm I'm going with the dogs because this is this is a type of game where a low scoring game where you win twenty to seventeen. So you got dogs got twenty, ducks seventeen. 17. Yep. Wow, that's gonna be that's a great game, man. It's a great game. It really and another is. one I want to draw your attention to because I think it's overlooked. But ASU Utah. Now the reason this is going to be on the Pac-12 Network. Um, ASU has had Utah's number over the past couple of years, and Utah being the riding high has gone into you know the, the, whether Phoenix or whatever taking on the Sun Devils, and hasn't played well. And de- both of these teams are defined by defense. Uh, ASU has a, a young quarterback and Jaden Daniels who's going to be good uh, in the future, but he's 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 had to have some success um, in late in the game. So the Wazoo and of course when they won against Michigan State, but um, don't don't sleep on it. And the reason why I draw it attention because Utah is favored by fourteen. Definitely wow. take ASU with the number. Really, definitely definitely take ASU. I'm not saying ASU is going to win, but I yeah, think ASU is going to keep it with it the close. points. Oh, absolutely! Uh, wow, that's without a good. doubt. Arizona State plus the points per the man, Lincoln Kennedy. Well, we'll come back in just a moment, and uh, we'll talk about the rat shortly. But there are a couple more games I want to throw your attention at. Also, let's go to the text board for a second. And uh, Figgy, how about this? How about this compliment? Tasty Cake Dom on the on the text board. Mm-hmm. How about Fig rolling out Bobby Taylor and Troy Vincent? He's impressive. Oh, thank you, Dom. Love those yeah. guys. Uh, that's pretty good. Holding it down for the late Jim Johnson back there back in the day. That's it. Amen. That was uh, Coach Spags in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was his mentor. Yep. The late Jim Johnson. No doubt. All right. We're the fellas. We'll come back just a moment, give you a little more college action, and then I want to sniff out a rat and turn our attention to the NFL. The fellas on Fox. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Fellas, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano. So the big game tonight is a monster one. And it is, it is a monster one, Penn State and Michigan. 
Tonight, it's whiteout. State College, 110,000 strong. It's going to be nasty, Link. Absolutely nasty. No doubt. Is there a a side that you're looking at? No, you know what? Here here it is. Look, for years, Hallball has kind of owned Franklin. And, you know, last week I think was a big test for Penn State to beat Iowa, a top team on the road, and now it's a big game for them. If they want to be, you know, put into the the playoff consideration and, and try to even, I guess, shine as brightly as Ohio State or even be considered it because the way Ohio State is playing, they, they've got to win this game. And so um, what was surprising is, is to see the line was as, as far in Penn State's favor as it was. Um, I would say this is going to be uh, a, a shootout in the sense where they they're they're going to stay pretty much even. I think this line is a little fat for Penn State. Really, um, I would. Yeah, I think I think I would take Michigan, even though their offense is struggle. I think Michigan's defense can keep Penn State's offense in check. So I I, I see that this can be. Um, I don't know what the over is, but over and under is. But I will say that I I would take Michigan I think with it's the points. Forty six. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I I would take Michigan with the points. Uh, that's interesting. Hey, you want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit to how much we'll match. Millions of people a year are getting their cash back match. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash cash back match. Well... Um, Penn State owes Michigan after last year. Yeah. yeah. Right? I mean, it was a route last year. It's going to be whiteout conditions. Michigan has been largely unimpressive, right? I mean, Shea right. Patterson's been in half a disaster. I mean, they struggled to beat Army. They've had their losses. And, and that's why I think both Excuse of these me. offenses struggle. Both both of these offenses are going to struggle against the opposing defense. And that's why I say mm. take the under. Interesting. You know what's you know what's to your point? Um well first of all, Penn State is only averaging one uh, allowing one point six yards per carry. Mm-hmm. I mean they're just defense. completely dominant. They're quick. Yeah. But it is kind of interesting because, you know, Harbaugh likes to run the ball. Yep. He's finally got his receivers back. He's facing a defense that is that stingy. Yeah. Do, does he air it out? I mean, I that was the problem with Iowa. Iowa couldn't – Iowa was close on a couple plays, man. And, you know, they had three drives in the first half. Two ended in field goals and one ended in a missed field goal. They actually outgained Penn State in the game. Yeah, but Iowa's, Iowa's problem was they couldn't get any consistency out of the passing game because right. the quarterback was under constant duress. And it yeah. wasn't though as Penn State was blitzing, they were just beating their, their up front guys. Right. Which is necessarily, not necessarily indicative of what you think of a great Iowa teams because a lot of them have had good offensive lines. I think Penn State was just playing out of its gore defensively that in that game. I see a lot of that happening again this time. So when you talk about opening up the passing game, can, can Harbaugh open up the passing game with Michigan? I don't know if they'll have enough time. Patterson will be have enough time. 
Well, whose line's better, Iowa's or Michigan's? Mm. Well, after last week, you have to say Michigan's. <laughs> right, well, but are they? I, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, haven't, I, mean, I haven't seen enough me. Iowa games to say that, yeah. but I've seen three Michigan games this year. and They've struggled in pass pro. They, yeah, yes, they do. Yes, they, they do. That, that hasn't been a great right. O-line performance. It's, it should be a, a real good game. Look, if Penn State wins it, now they still got to play Ohio State. So yeah, you know, but if they could somehow win it, you know, who knows? You know, yeah. who knows? Like, you know, and it's and it is a home game, and they do it is revenge. It, it, eight points is is really fat. I'm trying to figure out. You know, it, it, see, I initially I liked Penn State because. I just thought they would, to your point, they would completely shut Michigan down. But you're right about the Penn State offense against Michigan's yeah. defense. Yeah, and I should be fine. I think you're. I think you're right about the uh, about the under as well. Mm-hmm. All right, coming up, I want to report from you on the Raiders, the state of the Raiders above five hundred. At three and two, and I would guess feeling good about themselves. They do, and they should going into Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers. I think they got a shot. We'll talk about it with Link, and we'll uh, suss out a rat in Philly next. All right, it's eight a.m. in the East, five a.m. in the West, seven a.m. in Green Bay, where Lincoln Kennedy is. I'm Anthony Gargano. We are the fellas. Live on the, from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios in Los Angeles, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com. Get yourself a free rate quote. Our big link. Uh-huh. Uh, as we've been uh, talking a lot of baseball today with Yank Strohs, Game 6 tonight, all the college football. We had heavy college football discussion last hour, and uh, we'll get back to some more later on. However... It's a big NFL weekend, and uh, you are with the Raiders back in action after a well-deserved bye where the Raiders went out to London and beat the Bears, played some of their best football. Agree. They're fell three and two, Link, and I, I yeah. don't think anybody really thought they would be three and two at this juncture. Well, I'm not surprised so much at the record. I think when you take the things into consideration, especially the last two games, uh, the Bears and the and the the Colts. Um, I, I I thought the Raiders were fortunate enough to get out of Indianapolis with a win because and all and, and I know I'm not trying to take anything away from them, but that was a bad game. I think the Colts were overlooking the Raiders. I, I don't think they really gave their best effort because yeah, we saw man. what they did the following yeah. week against the Chiefs. Sure. Conversely. I thought the Bears were ripe for the taking. You're coming over to London. You've got a backup quarterback, and all this mention has been about the Bears' defense, and rightfully so for what they deserve. But yeah, noticeably, Khalil Mack revenge tour. Yeah, exactly. I think Khalil had one tackle. You know that game. Of course, he had a fumble recovery, which was started started momentum. But he really wasn't as dominant as he's been in other performances. And I think the Raiders really wanted to to did a, a good job at that. But on on top of all that. You know, I, I think when when I looked at when I studied the Bears' defense, I said with if they're without Akeem Hicks, who's a big part of that run stopping, they were vulnerable because what the Bears like to do defensively is they like to have their guys up front, much like Denver, 
be what we call block eaters. So you can have Trevathan and and your and your other linebackers be able to roam and make those tackles, and without Akeem Hicks in the lineup, a lot of that was lost. And Josh Jacobs came up huge; he rushed for over 120 yards, 25 yards, uh, in in that game against the Bears. So that was really big, and more importantly, he was able to catch out of the backfield. So that was really big for them as well, um, uh, for the Raiders. Now going into this game against Green Bay, I still think Green Bay is vulnerable to the run. Um, and we saw that last week and in weeks past. And I also think, you know, for the most part, you know, Green Bay caught Dallas slipping a couple weeks ago. Dallas was so concerned about Aaron Rodgers' arm, they forgot about the fact that Aaron Jones could run the football. Detroit made a conscious effort to have to really negate a lot of that um, uh, last week. And I think the Raiders' run defense – uh, especially their front seven, even without Vontez Burfick, have been pretty decent throughout this season. So when I assess where the Raiders are at this 3-2 and two record, I'm not surprised they're 3-2 and two at this point. I think I'm surprised in the way in which they did it because I did not see that happening. Um, with out two guard, They're starting two guards for the first two games, Richie Incognito and Gabe Jackson, Incognito due to suspension, Gabe Jackson due to injury. Um, they were able to run the ball. And they were able to beat the Broncos in Week One. Um, they got they got trounced in the second half uh, against the Chiefs, rightfully so with that offense. But play the way they have, uh, I think they were outmatched in Minnesota. Uh, but play the way they have up to this point, it'll be a true test. So I'm glad they've got Green Bay here, um, and and it's going to be a it's going to be a big game. Yeah, it is. It's going to be a a monster game. I, I, you know, I keep thinking. I, I, I think they're alive. What, what did you learn about the Packers watching them Monday night? They're a strange team because I watched their front get gashed against the Eagles on a short week. Right, right. Tough. It was a real tough spot for the Eagles. Go in on a Thursday to Lambeau, and Rodgers was able to pick apart the Eagles' secondary. No surprise, but. The Eagles own that that Green Bay defensive front. All right, so yeah. then the following week, Green Bay goes into Dallas and dominates. Yeah, I, like I, I, I certainly didn't see that coming. I thought that the the Cowboys would run all over, run all over, yeah, the Packers, but they didn't. Part of it was their game plan, but they didn't do that, and the right. Packers dominated. Yeah. So then, and then you watch Thursday, Monday night; they look kind of mortal. I, I don't know for the life of me who the Packers are. Well, what's interesting is the fact that the Packers have had to. When I take a look at that Detroit game, something that stood out to me were the number of drops Packers receivers had. Aaron Rodgers was throwing dimes, and there were still a number of considerable drops that made the game I thought was going to be a blowout in Detroit's favor. Um, but, but again, the magic still happened, especially in the second half. And you talk about the final drive that Green Bay put together. This is, and Aaron Rodgers throws dimes. You know what he's capable of. But what Detroit did well, and I think the Raiders are capable of doing it. Detroit was able to rush four kind of a spy, kind of a little bit of a spy with five because you know Aaron Rodgers liked to, 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 to scramble out. But what they did is they collapsed the pocket from the inside and they had great internal push to try to keep Rodgers contained. Now, if you know anything about Rodgers, Rodgers likes to step up and go out of the B or C gap when he's playing, when he's dropping back in protection because he knows his tackles are going to run a wide runabout 
Yeah. And, and the, the internal, the, for the internal, for the most part, the internal three is usually stout, especially when they put a back in there. And so he likes to slip out between that guard tackle gap on either way and extend the plays. Detroit did a pretty good job for the most part of keeping that contained and keeping that closed down. More importantly, allowing the tackles to not necessarily keep them wide runs, but collapsing them inside with bull rushes. And I think the, the Raiders can do that with their front four. Maurice Hurst, Benson Mayoya, uh, Max Crosby, they've been playing very well for the defensive front. Very impressive for the defensive front. If they can keep Aaron Jones from taking off and just understand that you have to play the run first, then play the pass, even when you're going against Aaron Rodgers because he has that ability, don't get food because they like to do a lot of deception, a lot of misdirection, the Packers do. So you have to be stern yeah. and be de- uh, disciplined when you're playing against them. Are you are you surprised where the Raiders are? Uh not Especially necessarily. Especially the Antonio Brown mess. Well, I mean, look, here's the thing: the, the fact that this receiving core is totally de- de- deployed, depleted. You know, you know, for what it's well, you know, Tyrell Williams has started out well, is not playing. I mean, they've had to move around a number of guys, had to sign a number of guys, um, but. I, I guess I'm surprised that they've been able. What they've been able to do it is from a lot of unlikely he- heroes. Uh, and for the Raiders, Darren Waller is to me is one of those is one of those matchup nightmares because if you put a corner on him with his size, he could take advantage. You put a linebacker, he doesn't have enough speed. You put a safety, uh, he they're not as shifty as a, as a corner, so he can do everything well. But Foster Moreau, the other tight end, had had two huge catches in the last two games that helped the Raiders get to the victory, and I don't think anyone saw that coming out of the tight ends. So the production out of the tight ends is really something that stood out in my mind because coming into the season, no one really thought heavily of the tight end position, uh, especially losing Jared Cook. Yeah, exactly. Losing Jared Cook was a huge deal. Yeah. And, and Darren I'm, Waller and now, was the truth. Trust me when I tell you. Darren no, Waller no, was you're, the truth. you're right. And I know that Gruden loves himself some 12 personnel. Absolutely. So that's right up his alley. So I don't even I, – I agree. I mean – that should be a good matchup. I and I do. I, I like the Raiders in the game because I think the Raiders can control the football. Well, they're going to have to, but they're also going to have to get production because you can't just allow Green Bay to just man up with their corners and and safety and just not be able to take it. So you're going to have to do whether it's crossing routes. Um, it's going to be a, one of those games where Derek has to be patient and trust his protection. Gabe Jackson. The guard has been out since training camp. The starting right guard has been out since training camp. Is chomping at the bit. I mean, he can't wait to get out there because he just wants—he's a mauler, so he just wants to beat people up. Um, Trent Brown is have has a little bit of a, a a strain in his calf, so I don't know how explosive they'll be. But it's absolutely essential that they get Josh Jacobs off the snide and and, and, wow. and running the football early to keep to keep Aaron Rodgers on the sideline. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I think uh, I think you nailed it there. How's the Raider defense? Surprisingly well. I mean, for the most part, look, you know, for what it's worth, you know, coming into you, you saw you know, Abram was a big loss for them at safety because they're still trying to reel and figure out how they can cover things up. Um, Carl Joseph, I, I think, is a is a good hitter, but his size is just overall size. I think he's like six foot. It really hurts him in the coverage game because. Let's face it, throughout this league, there are taller tight ends, 6'4", six, 6'5", six, tight ends. And quarterbacks that are able to take advantage of that matchup situation when he's forced in that position have the advantage. 
But the corners, Conley and Worley, are playing well. Um, I love the defensive line, as I mentioned. Uh, those guys have been able to generate pressure, and it's going to be huge for them to collapse the pocket and sort of keep things contained. And whether they assign, say, Whitehead to sort of spy Aaron Rodgers because he's nobody's capable of the feet, it's going to be important that they're able to generate pressure with their front four, much like Detroit was able to do last week. Huh. I like it. I like it a lot. You got the game plan sussed out. How's Brent doing? Brent's, Brent's doing well. Brent's doing well. We had a wonderful time in London. Uh, he's, he's doing great. I mean, again, it's, it's a dream come true to work with him. He's a true professional. Did you, did you, uh, go to dinner last night too, you guys? No, we're going to dinner tonight. Cause we got oh, in nice. late. So yeah, we just, we hung out at the, 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 the bar and had a couple drinks and told stories left and right. But yeah, it's, it, it was. Oh, cool. so he's, see, he hangs at the bar? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's a man oh, like me. Awesome. He likes his dark liquor. Does he? Oh yeah. Oh man, I like, I like so well, you'll have a couple uh, a couple of bourbons together. Yeah, we did. We did, yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Man, I got to do that. I want to come hang with you guys. I'm telling you, you got to come lady, out. You're late night. I once saw Brent, uh, there was a spot, like late night spot, and he was doing a, a Sixers game uh-huh. with Bill Walton. And so wow. I was in the, I was in the establishment, and yeah. he and Bill Walton, and I felt like a loser. But I was like, I gotta go up to him. It's, you know, yeah. it's like you know, yeah. we're, we're you know, I'm supposed we're supposed to be colleagues in Certainly. that sense, right? So I so I went up to him and I gave him the whole, hey, you know, Anthony Gargano do a show here, Fox, Lincoln. Ken- this is before you guys worked together, mm-hmm. and he gave me the, uh, he kind of gave me the hi hat a little bit, like, oh, yeah, really? I, yeah. And Bill Walton was all like chummy, <laughs> which surprised me. Right? He's like. You said, yeah, have a drink. Like, I was shocked. And I, I was like, nah, it's, I got my Well, you come and hang here. with us, and Brent, Brendan's more yeah. than hospital. You'll, you'll see. You'll see a difference. No, I love, I, listen, I'm a big fan of his. That's yeah, why I'm yeah. like, you know, I was probably a little bit over, I was gushing a little bit, you know. Nobody wants you to gush. It was unbecoming. We got but I was, I'm, I, I'm a huge yeah. fan of the, of the, yeah. of Brent. Yeah, he's the man. All he right, we'll come man. back, and, uh, I, I gotta, I gotta throw this whole scenario by you. Because this is right up your alley. I want to know about the rat. A locker room rat appeared this week. I'll explain next. Fellas, on Fox. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. 
And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. We are the fellas, Anthony Gargano, Lincoln Kennedy. And you want to hear something amazing? You know, Discover matches all the cash back yeah, you want to get your What's, No, it's definitely not this song, but that's another thing. <laughs> Discover will match you all the cash back. Amazing. No, <laughs> it's not, not this one. Yeah, yeah. You earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit to how much you'll match. Millions of people are getting their cash back match. So what are you waiting for? Discover cash back match. Learn more at discover.com slash cash back match. Uh, Chris, what, what are you doing to us, man? I'm dealing with something here in the background. Okay. All right. Okay. So we'll just I, let this, this one was, go. This was right. this was a curveball. I just throw this in real quick. Yeah, deal well, I mean, yeah. made a request and we got all kinds I, of stuff. Yeah, that's not yeah. a it's yeah, not a Verlander exactly. breaking pitch for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's all good. Whatever that so thing so because you know as, hey, how, as you go, we look how you go for, how you go to that in a pinch? No, you know you figure there's a million and one f- songs that would be an obvious you know you go to in a pinch, right? Not that piece. <laughs> not that piece. <laughs> I don't understand it. I don't anyway. know an answer to you. <laughs> <laughs> so, cuz, let me ask you something. Let me ask you yeah, something. I, yeah, um, yeah. You know, something before we talk about Philadelphia, something that you reminded me of, you know, the general manager for the Eagles, was you said, was has a talent for getting one of those last-minute trades or uh, one of those trades that probably nobody sees coming, high-value trades and stuff like that. With the trade deadline approaching, there are a number of speculations about a number of notable names. Von Miller, Stephen Diggs, AJ Green, so on and so forth. Chris Harris. Chris Harris. Yeah. Do you do you do you see do you you see your you see your squad making a play for anybody like that? I mean well, they were involved in the Jalen Ramsey thing, you know? Yeah, they were. They wanted Ramsey bad. And Rightfully so. I think it was twofold. I think one, I think it was like a poker game that just kept getting steeper and steeper. And they knew it would take two ones. Then all of a sudden, there's a fourth involved, and I think they just said, "You know what? We got a lot of holes. Do we? You know, should we trade? You know, two ones and another? You know, higher pick. Plus, I you wonder did Ramsey want to go to Los Angeles, and that's where he wants to set set up shop for the remainder. You know, for the good part of his career, sign the extension because you got to make sure that you can sign that extension." With Ramsey, right before you move to you know you trade two first pick two first round picks, so that was the Ramsey thing. They had a real interest. I think they will have real interest, depending on price with Harris or Patrick right. Peterson. Here's the issue: they're an old team, yeah. So you can't give up too much pieces, right? For like more old players, they get yeah. they're, they're they're the oldest team in football. So you have to be mindful of that. You also got a young quarterback that's taking a bunch of heat right now. He needs another receiver. You, you got yeah. him Deshaun Jackson, which was great. But the problem is Deshaun Jackson, 32, has a sports hernia. Right. Yeah. He can't stay on the field. And the issue here is he needs weapons. Yeah. He's got horrid, horrible receivers. Right. Horrible receivers. Well, so, Stephon Diggs is out there. I don't think so. No? No. I've heard, I've heard that they're still kind of shopping him around. Still? Yeah. I mean, I mean, he look, he, he proved his value, certainly, in what he was able to do like last week. But So you're a Viking. Going, you would trade him during the season? 
No, you know what? I wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't if you could appease him, but you can't have the sort of disruption that happened a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, or but I, you know, I thought he had world. two weeks of being busy. Yeah, well, well, I mean, we'll see how it goes from there. I mean, I, I mean, I wouldn't. If I'm the Vikings, two well, makes I me specials. I got two receivers in Dalvin Cook, and I've got two tight ends in Ursula Jr. and Randolph. I wouldn't give up. Absolutely. Yeah. And BB's a great slot. No, no, no. I wouldn't trade anything away. I got weapons. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. All right. So let let me throw this by you. So when the Eagles did not land Jalen Ramsey, Josina Anderson from ESPN had a, a, a report of an unnamed Eagle being really upset at the front office. Ripped the front office for not going and getting Jalen Ramsey. Said, you know what the price of tag was going to be. You know, it, it, it's a disgrace. Blah blah blah. He went. He went the whole. He went the whole route, ripping the front office for not getting Jalen Ramsey. So then, as the week goes on, Josina Anderson has another report of from an unnamed player. Now you assume that the player is the same player, having done that job before. What you do is you talk to a player. Like, if I got information, I'm not going to put all the information out at once. I'll put out the meaningful piece of that, uh, the, the, the Jalen Ramsey piece of it, and then I'll sandbag the other till the weekend when I know the Eagles have a big game. And this piece was uh, basically saying the offense is too convoluted and Wentz doesn't want to check down. And even Peyton Manning checks down. And and Wentz has been under fire. It's amazing. Ever since the Foles thing, Wentz kind of fell out of favor with the fans. They love Nick Foles and the players themselves. He's had to prove himself. There was a story that came out last year that was attacking Carson, saying that he was... Not a great teammate, and that he was, you know, kind of a bit of a type A personality and didn't get along with the offense coordinator. And so, you know, Carson, and I love Carson, and he took it to heart, and he, and he said, well, maybe I gotta, I have to change a little bit. And the guy went, he's taking his receivers out. They stuck him with a 10 dime bill. You know, they were drinking Louie. Yeah. They were drinking Louie, and you know Carson, you know, ate the bill like he should, as the franchise quarterback signing that big money, and he didn't say nothing. You know, it was just the whole thing, and so it was like fifteen grand the the night out stakes and Louie, and you know he's just putting an effort to try to be, you know, I guess less type A, all business, business football. That's the kind of guy he is. Like he was on a date with his wife. And he's got the iPad under the table. Like, he's that kind of kid. He just, he just <laughs> right. loves football. All he does is want to hunt and play football. Simple, simple dude. Unfortunately, he's somehow been in the middle of all this drama. So this guy, and he rips the, the unnamed, the unnamed eagle, takes a swipe at Wentz, brings back all the old stuff. It gets brought up to Doug Peterson yesterday in his news conference. And Peterson said, yeah, I know about it. We've talked about it. He's like, you know, we're going to address it. You can't have someone talking out of turn in the locker room. 
So now all of a sudden, there's a whole witch hunt on who the rat is. So much so that Alshon Jeffrey, who was suspect number one, came out and said, it wasn't me. Nelson Aguilar, who stinks, but was a source before on another anti-Went story, also said it wasn't him. I want him out of here anyway, but whatever. <laughs> and uh, and so now they're waiting, Link, and they're trying to figure out who the rat is. Is it an offensive lineman? Is it a defensive player? Whoever the rat is well, must be a veteran because he's friendly with Josina Anderson. So much so that he feels comfortable laying this stuff out. It's an offensive lineman. You think? Yeah, it's either an offensive lineman or a running back. Really? Yeah. Because of the checkdown stuff? Yep. Receivers don't yell for checkdowns. That's the thing that we didn't that were exactly yeah. that we wondered yeah. about. Yeah, the receivers don't yell for checkdowns. It's either offensive lineman or running back. Um and look, first let me let me maybe preface it. I hate and I use the word hate because it's not even strong enough. I completely detest the anonymous source. I've had them all throughout my career and my experience of playing days. There was nothing that was worse in a locker room to have the anonymous source. And I thought it was so weak that these guys collectively could all sit there and stand there and say, oh, I'm a Mr. Tough guy. You ain't going to mess with me. But, hey, let me tell you something, but you didn't hear from me. You don't make a comment, stand by it. You're going to be, you're going to say it, stand by it. Put your name yeah. on it. Yeah. I've often had the, 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 the feeling that if you're going to make a statement about someone else, don't be afraid to step to that man and say, look, man, I don't like the way you're doing this or whatever, whatever. Be a man about it. Don't, don't, don't hide behind a comment. Hey, don't let this out. You know, I, I saw what happened to Zach Brown. He got released the next day. Then don't say it. You're not doing anything by airing out your dirty laundry to the media, to the press. It's not like it's going to be a change. It's not like Carson Wentz going to go, oh, well, I should check down more because I noticed it in the media. No, you are who you are. You know, so and, and Carson has to be under an immense type of pressure because look at where this team has been. Look at what they've achieved. How often it doesn't happen that a backup quarterback is going to win you a Super Bowl? Oh, dude, I, yeah, it's torture for the kid. I mean, not that not, not that he deserves you know sympathy, but the the guy the the think about what he's been through. He's he's balling second year in the league. He's balling. Yep, he gets hurt laying out. On a huge game, in a huge game against the Rams, to be, to have home field advantage for the playoffs. So you know the whole thing happens, and he goes out, and, and then falls magic, and comes in and wins the Super Bowl. So now all of a sudden he's just like, wow, you know that's that's tough to swallow. The next year comes happens, and you know he he goes crazy trying to rehab his knee. Gets back third week of his season. By the fourth week, he breaks a bone in his back. Yep. And and he's just not right. And he's not good. And he's just okay. And the criticism starts. And Foles comes in a game. And Foles nearly rescues their season again. Takes them to a playoff win against Chicago. Then they almost beat New Orleans. 
with the Foles magic. Story comes out how the you know, everybody loves Nick Foles, and then Carson's an a hole. You know, basically Carson does this, and Carson's mean, and Carson's type A, and young Nick grow, and all this other stuff. So he's had to deal with a ton of nonsense and drama. And then when it pops up again, and he, mind you, I've seen him every game. I've seen the tape every game. He's out there trying the ball, man, trying to do whatever he can. He, he had two games where he has game-winning drives and the receivers drop the ball. Multiple drops against the Lions and against the Falcons. He's got hideous receivers. He's got a one-legged Alshon Jeffrey who runs like Fred Sanford right now. Yeah. That's it. That's the difficult part about it. Because there's a lot of exposure and there's a lot of potential. And so a lot of times you're going to have, and this is what was so, this is what, what, what I was critical or I was thinking of coming into the season when we talked about whether or not the Eagles are going to be able to take the division or be really, really able to challenge in the, in the NFC is because I kn- understood the pressure that Carson was under and you can't change your stripes because I saw Carson stand up in the pocket tall when he's got people hitting him and around his legs and trying to do everything he can to win or running or scrambling. And he has not necessarily been injury prone, but he's had injuries over the last couple of years that you have to keep notice of. You're so, right on. You're right on. But I agree with you. He's trying to do everything else. But the anonymous source, anonymous source kills me. Absolutely. All right, so I need, you, I need you to come down with a, with a suspect in a game of Clue. All right? It was so-and-so in the cold tub with, with the cell phone. Yeah. And uh, what should happen to the rat? And how should Wentz handle the rat? Now let's go to Figgy, a man who is not a rat. <laughs> Never that, Anthony. Trust me. Uh, the Astros are looking to close out the Yankees and the Bronx on now Friday you're the night. Best, baby. Thank you, brother. Uh, to the surprise of no one, New York uh, won the game based on the long ball. They had two home runs in the first inning. DJ LeMahieu was solo shot. Aaron Hicks went deep with a three-run jack. Four to one was the final score as the Yankees stay alive in the ALCS and have forced a game six tonight at seven Eastern on FS1. It'll be a bullpen game for both teams. It's October, which means it's Geico Ween. Get a Geico quote and you could save so much, it's scary. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. In college football, fourth-ranked Ohio State improved to 7-0 as they blasted Northwestern 52-3 behind four touchdown passes from Justin Fields. Pitt won its fourth game in a row after a 27-20 victory over Syracuse. Marshall and Fresno State each with victories as well. In the NFL, the Saints will be without Alvin Kamara and Jared Cook for Sunday's game against the Bears. Packers will be without Devontae Adams against the Raiders. Back to the fellas. My man, here's a fig coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Just go to geico.com and get yourself a free rate quote. Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, fellas, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, talking about a rat that has surfaced in the Eagles locker room. Uh, spilling stuff to the media and causing the head coach 
to to talk about it on Friday. He wasn't too happy about it. And uh, you wonder, a team that's playing the Cowboys for first place, and uh, the, either of those teams, both in major trouble, both those teams in major trouble, both may need to win the division and to make the playoffs. I don't think a wild card's coming out of the NFC East, that's for sure. You know, like? Yeah, it's going to be tough, especially the way the uh, North is playing. Yeah, and the, and, the, and the West. The West is nasty. Yeah, the West is nasty. All right. So, do you have any suspects? You you think it's either an O lineman or a running back? It's Jason Peters leaving treatment on a Monday afternoon. <gasps> Jason Peters? That's my ultimate suspect. Wow, JP! See, somebody now, brought JP up to me, and I was like, "Nah," because. I heard JP loves Carson. I, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just throwing out speculation. I don't I know, know for no. sure. No, no, no. You know, but we're, it's interesting. We're, we're playing a game. We're playing a game because look, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the the terms that you use, I have, I have, I, I'm distance information, so I'm trying to do my best. No, sometimes person. fresh eyes. Yeah, Columbo. Remember, remember the fresh, him back today? fresh eyes of the sleuth. Yeah. Yeah. Of uh, that is the, the big link that helps. I no, I yeah. agree with you. Go ahead. But whenever you hear the words like you said, you, you said that the report was he doesn't like to check down. That doesn't come from a receiver. It doesn't come from right. a receiver because usually check down means you go from a pass to a run or something like that, or you do something a little bit safer. Which yeah, is you go through your reads and you dump yeah. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I I think it's either a running back or an offensive lineman. Um, with that being said, and also you take in consideration, if you're a receiver on this team, you're really, it's really hard to be critical of Carson Wentz when he's trying to do everything he can to get the ball to you and you're hobbled or limited with your receiving core. Right. So I don't see that as, uh, as, a, as an issue. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's yeah, why yeah, I think yeah, it's, yeah. and, and, and then of course you, if you go through the, the, the sort of natural, um, part of elimination, and you look at this roster. Well, let's let's be honest. You can't really say that it's you got a very young running back core. So I doubt very seriously. Yeah, the only o- the only overall. running back would be Jordan Howard, but I don't think yeah. Jordan Howard. I don't think he does. I don't think he he's says new it. I there. Know I don't think he, wouldn't say it. Right. You know, so I mean, you know, I, I'm I'm I. It's an offensive player. Sproles is interesting. You think Darren Sproles? He's a veteran. But he's and, more and fortunate that, to have a job, isn't he? Yeah, except he's he kind of was critical of Wentz. He told him not to pat last year. Like he he laid oh, him really? out. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that. It's not a bad thought. So you're, again, Josie Anderson's the reporter. So he right. whoever it is, you want to make typically sure. when you get typically when you get the anonymous source, it's mm-hmm. when when there's you know it's not like after a game locker room everyone's around. Because you 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 don't want you you don't want it to be heard by other people, so it's usually in an isolated situation. Yeah, a lot of times, home. like a yeah, coming out of treatment. Hey, can I get you for a, a, a comment? You know that type of thing. Catch you on the side or, or walking away from a, a a workout, a light workout on either Monday or Tuesday. And that's why I say you go to the injured players first. Well, the other thing too is, well, you know, and, and he's been banged up. Yeah, the, the other thing with. Joe Cena, I don't know. It could have happened on the phone, which means those two would have to have a, a big relationship. She's a national reporter. 
So, you know, attractive female, guys all sometimes tr- will try to... Yeah, try to impress or drop some knowledge, but, yeah. it, you know, I, I've i had more experience, not necessarily from national reporters, but from beat writers who would call you up. They would have the access to the, your number. The national time, I mean, I, I'm not saying that's impossible. I'm just saying I, I don't right. know how, how, how that would go. But it's got to be an isolated situation where you get somebody alone to make those types of comments. Yeah, it's interesting. The, Lane Johnson came up as, as one as well because he's a chatty guy. Okay. Another offensive lineman. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you, uh, you never know who the rat is. So here's the deal. This thing comes out. How do you handle it is my biggest question. So I want you to think about the course of action when you have someone that's speaking out of turn, talking to the media, airing dirty laundry, and you got a big game coming up on national television on a Sunday night, and the perception is the locker room's not together. How do you fix it before Sunday night and kickoff in Dallas? We'll discuss well, it next. Okay. He's Big Link. I'm Cuz. Together, the fellas right here on Fox Sports Radio. Fellas! Lincoln Kennedy. Anthony uh-huh. Gargano. <laughs> uh-huh. I love it. He's crazy. Chris is crazy. Our sound engineer. I like Shaka Khan, though. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. Shaka Khan's good. Nominee for can't, the can't Rock and Roll on. Hall of Fame this year, too. Definitely well-deserved. Oh, it was great uh, detection by you going with Shaka Khan. That's good. What movie said? What movie was Shaka Khan referenced where the guy goes, I got 50 pairs of Shaka Khan tickets at the Garden. And the guy goes, that's all you got? As another one of the guys is banging on a parking meter, trying to steal the coins of the parking meter. Knowing you, it's a gangster movie or something like that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Chris, well, Chris had no idea. I was, just asking, <laughs> I was just asking Lincoln because Lincoln would be the only one with a shot. I was going to guess RoboCop. I'm trying to, trying to. Yeah, Well, Chris wouldn't know. I don't think. I don't think Ryan would know. I'm not sure, but you know, it's it's Donnie Brasco. Donnie Brasco. Okay. During the meet, during the during the clubhouse, and none of them mm-hmm. are getting uh, are, are are earning. And Sonny and Sonny Black goes, "You guys are all worthless humps. Get them all a drink because that's all they're good for." Because the guy goes, I got 50 pairs of Shaka Khan at the garden. He's like, what am I going to do with that? I'm supposed to be earning. Donnie Brasco. One of the all-time underrated movies. I agree with you there. Uh, you want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically. With no limit to how much will match. Millions of people are getting their cash back matched. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more. Discover.com slash cash back match. Lincoln, what do you do uh, in this situation? And it's something that all NFL teams uh, incur is when someone talks out of school to the media, what would you do and what should the Eagles do? And they have a big game, something like against the Cowboys. 
quite frankly, the Cowboys are getting healthy, and they're the they're a, a, the favorite in the game. First of all, you have a players only meeting, and your leaders of your team address it, where you say in house. If there's something right here now, there's no coaches around. It's just us. You have something to say to another player, say it now. Let's get out of all this dirty laundry because we got the Cowboys this week, and we know how important this game is. We win this game. We take a stranglehold of this division. We're trying to get into playoffs and fight for a championship. That's the first thing that you do. Your leaders step up individually. Will will they – you think the rat says anything? No. The rat won't say anything. But you at least what you do is you address it. Then you follow up in the same meeting by let's go out and beat the Cowboys. Let's go out and get it done. And if you, on the day of the game, you have your sort of you know team meet, team huddle right before, go out there and say it again. Let's beat these boys. Let's get it done. We are a team. We are a family. Let's play together. Let's make it happen. After it happens. Let's say the Eagles go out there and they beat the snot out of the Cowboys, which I think they will. Um, then ownership has family dinner somewhere in the city where they take the entire team out and their families out. That's how big of a game that is. Wow. So if – wow, that's interesting. So you you would make this an ownership dinner should they win? Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially in lieu of everything they've everything they've oh, gone through, you know, Peterson's thought. comments to the media, yeah. you know, just if they are able to win, you you find a restaurant where you rent out the entire restaurant for a night, Tuesday night or Monday night or whatever it is. Dinner's on us. Ever bring your families? Let's have fun. I like that. I like that you a have lot. to re-strengthen the family values. And you don't do it as an individual. It's not like it's not Carson Wentz's responsibility to take out everybody. He's he's done that. He, no, no. Ownership steps in. The team steps in, and they say we are a family. We are together, and this is what happens when we unite. Then we go out, we celebrate, we enjoy a big win over the Cowboys, and you move forward. And what the hope that if anything happens, huh? Bunch of steaks. No, whatever it is. I mean, steaks. Just take them. Uh, rent out a, a restaurant for the entire night. Open up the menu. I like it. That's a that's a great thought. Now, you said something fascinating, which I may not agree with. You okay. said the Eagles will beat the snot out of the Cowboys. Yes. Wow, and you say it with with certitude. Oh, I'm I'm certain about it. Wow. I don't feel that way. I feel okay. I think Dallas is dangerous. I look at Dallas getting back. All of its, all of its, like to me, if you if they get their their tackles back, that's scary. Okay, Be, because now they're they're line, that was the week. That's why they, quite frankly, they lost to Green Bay, and they lost to uh, the Jets because their line wasn't intact. Totally agree. So how did how did the Eagles win this game? I, I you know because I'm looking at the so here's how I look at it. If Cooper plays, it's a it, it's dangerous because that's where the triangle of space come into play. Right, Cooper, Zeke, Prescott's legs. I think it's tough on this Eagles defense. Well, I, I mean, know. I mean, we'll get into our breakdown a little bit later, but I just have a feeling that the that the Eagles beat the Cowboys. Wow, that's interesting. 
And all I agree with road. all your points, especially offensive line and everything else. I agree with all that. And, and yeah. Amari Cooper. But I think the Eagles get their, their, their some of their corners back, I think, right? Isn't it? Yes, they get Jalen Mills and yeah, That's it, Jalen Mills. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, so that's, that is, it's not going to be last week where they get embarrassed. All right, we're the fellas. Big hour ahead. You don't want to miss it. Fox Sports Radio. All right, that's us. Coming live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com. Get yourself a free rate quote. Lincoln Kennedy. Anthony Gargano. All right. So we got a big hour ahead. You heard Ilo. Love when Ilo talks in his creepy Halloween voice. Was that we creepy? got a big. Well, he gave you the Geico Halloween. He even oh, okay, gave you a little okay. bit of the the creepy undertones. Are you? Uh, will you see the kids on Halloween? No, no. Um, what Halloween falls on a Thursday, huh? Where I don't know who where we at. I'll get back to you on that one. I don't. I don't. I don't have any plans to see him now. We're just. It's on Thursday, yeah. So I'm not sure where we are the following weekend. It's the only tough thing about you know what you're doing with those with the with the with the boys. Yeah, with the babies. Yeah, you, you know, you don't get a chance to see the Halloween. It's funny because I I made sure I was like I gotta I gotta go, I gotta be home for it because I'm gonna leave the next day to go on that Sixers trip. But I'm like I gotta be home to see the to see the kids. Yeah, I mean, the difficulty for me is like uh, the, the Raiders play the Lions that weekend in Oakland, uh, November second or third. The only problem with leaving early, like to go to see the boys, is I would leave, you know, my baby girl yeah. at home, Kaylee. So, and she likes. I mean, everybody, every kid likes. Oh, the Halloween! So, yeah, yeah, it's it's the greatest. So you can't rob Peter to play Paul if they're not. I, I, you know without I mean? a doubt, brother. Without a doubt. So. That I, I have to. I I have to be King Kong for Halloween. Do you? Yeah, so my little one said, how about this, Daddy? You be King Kong, and I'll be Godzilla, and I will ah. and I will beat you. <laughs> I'll beat you up. <laughs> right, so I, you I've, got got my, I've got my Jedi Knight uh, outfit that I'm going to wear. I'm going to have my <laughs> lightsaber. So. That is very cool. Very, I'll be very, giving very kid, cool. kids candy at the door. So. That's very cool. I, I love it. I love it. All right, so a, a couple things. This is the Monster Day. We're going to get back into college football this hour and uh, discuss some of the big matchups. We've got to go through the NFL and do our updated power rankings, give you the breakdown, and all the picks come this hour as well. However, uh, the baseball has been just a gem. The ALCS has been awesome, just incredible. The uh, Yankees stay alive last night. You heard Ilo talk about it. Where they get to Verlander early, Verlander is a little amp. That means when you get these these great pitchers, the time to get them is early. When they got adrenaline buzzing and their pitches are, tend to go up in the strike zone, exactly what happened last night. Lemayu goes yard, and then Hicks line drive right off the foul pole and right, and uh, ball was up in the zone, and he and he poked at it and. You know, when you hit to the corner there, that's a, a very fertile home run spot. And they're all of a sudden, three-run home run. And the Yankees make it stand up, which kind of surprised me, Link. 
Well, you know, as we were talking about, I was impressed that James Paxton, after he settled, actually settled down, you know, when uh, Springer scored on that wild pitch in the first inning, you thought, oh, okay, here we go. and here." But he did eventually settle down, and he struck out the side in the second inning, then had a, you know, what, great five scoreless innings for against Houston. Um, and even when Houston had pitchers, I mean, uh, hitters in, in running position, they weren't able to take advantage. So I thought James Paxton came in in a clutch for when, when the Yankees really needed it. If you're the Nationals, do you is there one team you'd rather you rather play the Yankees, right? Yeah, you don't yeah, you don't want to face Cole Verlander Granky. Well, I mean, yeah, exactly. You talk about that, and then of course what they do with the the, the lineup. So you much rather face the Yankees if you have them. But 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 you know, for what it's worth, the Nationals and you called it. I got to go back because when we first started pro- projecting the playoffs for baseball, you were the one who said, "Watch out for the Nationals." And you know, much to my dismay, I didn't. We know things in sports don't always go as chalk, you know. But I just had a hard time thinking the Dodgers are going to be exited, and they were. And I just thought they were too strong, uh, you know, to to not go to the World Series. That's why it was one of those things where you're either saying uh, Yankees, Dodgers, or Astros, Dodgers, and look at where we are right now. Yeah, I'm kicking myself because I love the the uh, Nationals. Yeah. And I remember at that point it was like somewhere in August or whatever, and they were they were the Braves were starting to bra- they were behind the Braves and the Phil the Phillies and the Mets and or the Phillies at least and then and then they they made a little bit of a run, and I kept thinking they're they're pretty dangerous with that pitching staff, and I love their lineup. I love Rendon. I love Soto. I love Trey Turner. He was hurt called for a while. That. You called all but, that, man. And uh, they, they were like thirty to one to at one point, yeah, and I called stupid all me. I didn't do. I didn't take it. I <laughs> it's all good, man. I should have taken it. The uh, the when you look at the other side of it, like Stroh's, I I want to see that matchup because I I want to see Stroh's Nationals and see the pitching matchups of Verlander and Scherzer and Strasburg and Cole. And Grinky and Corbin. I mean, that's a that's a incredible baseball matchup. the The other aspect that we were talking about, and and I hope that people are watching the game, but I do know this that people are still watching the NFL ratings up three percent, mm-hmm. and even with the starting quarterbacks getting hurt, no Breeze, no Newton, and it it. All the flags, the cavalcade of flags. Sometimes it rains flags, and yet people can't get enough of it, Link. Well, I think a lot of it still has to do with matchups because even though some of the starting quarterbacks are down, when you hear stories about you know Jacksonville losing their starting quarterback in week one, however they go on a little bit of a win streak, with you know virtually unknown quarterback and Gardner and Minshew, and you talk about the porn stash, or you talk about what Carolina was able to go four and zero when their starting quarterback goes down, you're still watching the matchups, and now you're intrigued to look in on some of these teams and say, well, are they better than the starter? Do we have a quarterback controversy brewing? I mean, these are just grumblings that I hear in the public about you know whether Cam Newton will be welcomed back. As Carolina's quarterback, you know the, the the development, and more importantly, the 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 game planning with a backup quarterback is a lot different, obviously, with than what your normal starter. But it's, it depends on how your team responds. And there've been a lot of great matchups. I mean, I found myself relatively intrigued um, off of a number of games last week, and I don't get a chance to watch many of them. I have to go on film, um, but watching firsthand. 
I mean, I, I was I was glued to to you know Cleveland Seattle. You know, I I, I saw right. that game, the Sunday night game, the Thursday night game, the Monday night game. I mean, I I had my football fix uh, last week being on the bye. Yeah, it, it was um, it was some good it was some good, good decent games. This yeah. week it's funny because let's play let's play the game of are you in or out of what like you would rearrange your day to watch this game. Okay, you ready? All right. Miami Buffalo. Out. Rams Atlanta. Slightly out. Intrigued. Um, I'm still trying to figure out what we get out of Atlanta. I know what I'm getting out of the Rams, and, and a lot of people have called on the the way to, to, to negate what they do. I guess you asked the question. Gurley's back. I'm in. I'm in. I'm watching. Gurley's All back. All right. I'm in, too. Jacksonville, Cincinnati. Out. Minnesota, Detroit. In. Oakland, Green Bay. Now, you're there. No, there. <laughs> I got to be in. I'll be watching another game while I'm calling this one. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> Houston, Indianapolis. In. Arizona, Giants. Out. San Francisco, Washington. In. Only because I want to see what... I want to see how San Francisco does it. I know that they want to. I, I know that Shanahan wants to beat down the Redskins, just for his you know contempt for, for Snyder and the, and the organization. I want to see how they can do it, how they do it. So I'm slightly in. I'll, I'll tune in every now and then. Really? And yeah, because yeah. that's an out. I mean, watch. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, it's, it's yeah. a it's it's a watch. Uh, Chargers Tennessee, out. Yeah, that's that's a trash game. Bears New Orleans in. Me and too. the only reason I'm in because I don't understand why the Bears are favored. Yeah, I I, I don't. I'll get give why you a reason coming favored. up. We're going to get to our picks okay. coming up in a little bit. I'll give you a reason. Baltimore, Seattle, in. Yeah, I agree. That's a good game. Eagles, Cowboys, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's funny because you say, ah, well, these matchups, and then you go through them, and you, you always find something. It's why the league is. Is still to this day all powerful. Without a doubt. The Monday night game, though, is pretty bad. Patriots and Jets. Out to dinner. Yes. Agreed. All right, we'll come back and uh, we'll get a little college uh, flavor of your uh, the big games in college football today. See if anybody's on upset alert. And we got NFL picks coming up as well. We are the fellas, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, I've got some great news. There's a quick way that you can save money. Hey, go switch Geico. It only takes 15 minutes to see if you can save 15% or more on car insurance. Go to geico.com and see how much you can save. All right, cuz, let's jump right into it. Chris, we need some breakdown music. We've got a lot of games to cover. Um, let's go start with a college football slate. Where are we going to first, cuz? Well, we uh, will go to our top 25 as we'll take Boom, a look at each other. These are uh, official selections for today. We uh, go through all each and every game as well. Clemson has got Louisville, 24 and a half over uh, Louisville. On the road, unbeaten Clemson Tigers. Early start. Where are you looking at? Lay it. Louisville struggles on offense. I think Clemson handles this to lay it. 24 and a half. Pretty light. Yeah. For the mighty yeah. Tigers. 
Well, I mean, they haven't been playing so mightily. Their offense has had some hiccups and stuff like that. But I think they kind of break away to cover the spread at the end. So I like to lay it. All right. I'll go opposite and take the okay. uh, and take Louisville. Oklahoma, West Virginia, laying 33. That I'd lay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially with uh, West Virginia. I mean, uh, Oklahoma's offense. Yeah. I know what we said about the defense. He called it right against Texas last week. Uh, but it's uh, it's one of those games where I think Oklahoma takes care of business. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, what Jalen Hurts has done in that offense. Who's your Heisman right now? Burroughs. Yeah, me too. I go Joe Burrow, and then uh, Hurts, then yep. Tua. And then Tua. Agree? Whiskey. Agree. Wisconsin. You're there in a the great state of Wisconsin against the Illini. Wisconsin laying a fat number, 31 against Illinois. In my opinion, Wisconsin will easily handle this game against Illinois, especially on the road. But that line is a little fat. I don't see them really running up the score like that. Um, so I, I like to. I'm going to take Illinois with the points, even though Wisconsin. Oh, I agree, bro. Uh, you're dead right. I so with you. That's a, that's a consensus selection. Yeah, that's an official short. selection. Both Stand Oklahoma it. and uh, and Illinois, both official selections. Florida, South Carolina. Tough spot for the Gators. Coming off of Auburn. Coming off of LSU. And now at South Carolina, buoyed by the big win over Georgia. Florida's a five-point favorite. I think I got to lay it. I, I like what Trask has been able to do with this offense. I know the defense is light out, lights out, and it's going to be a hard place for South Carolina to duplicate the amount of energy they exude when they beat uh, Georgia on the road. So I'm going to lay the lay the points, uh, lay it with Florida. I'm going to I'm going to take the points with South Carolina. Uh huh. I like the I like the Gamecocks here. I think three straight road game tough games, man. You just had to go play for. Uh, Auburn LSU back to back on the road. They gotta go on the road again. Tough. Purdue and Iowa. Iowa laying uh, seventeen and a half over to do. I think Iowa rolls. They can't score, so to me, that's a huge advantage for Iowa. Iowa rolls. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, match it up and uh, add another dude to Purdue and call it Dudu. So I like Iowa here. <laughs> that's Dudu Brown right there. Dudu. <laughs> All right, uh, as we move further, let's take a look at some of the afternoon games. LSU laying 18 and a half in Starkville to Mississippi State. You talk about light. Uh, Mississippi State going to score 18 points? Um, I like LSU. Lay it. Yeah, I agree. I, you know, I know it's a sandwich game because they're coming off Florida and they're looking right. ahead at Auburn, but right. I agree with you. SMU eight and a nine and a half against Temple. SMU, little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just going to say undefeated. And Temple's played well. I'm, I'm taking Temple in the game with the points. Are you, my yeah. man? Let's ride together, ride to you. Yeah, it's my alma mater. Speaking of alma maters, yours is as a monster today. Oregon, Washington, Oregon, three-point favorite on the road. What are you seeing? What are you smelling from your dogs? Low-scoring game. Both defenses are going to show their stuff, but both quarterbacks are going to have some success. First one to commit the egregious error is probably going to lose. Um, 
but I like the dogs at home, so I'm going with the dogs. Herf. Herf. Plus the three. I'll ride with you. Let's go dogs. Go dogs. <laughs> uh, this is a tough one for my man, Matt Rule. In Stillwater to face Okie State. Balor, 6-0, and looking strong. However, they're an underdog for good reason. Tough match after the win against Texas Tech. Now they're catching four and a half at Okie State. I'm not feeling it for Baylor this week. This is a trap game to me. This is the one that you would you have on your schedule every year, but this is this is a big one. Um, I like Oklahoma State. I, I yeah. just I, I can't yeah. I can't look past that. I, I like Oklahoma I State at home. I agree. Uh, Missouri's laying 21 to Vandy. Oh, Vandy's bad. Yeah, they're, they're pretty pathetic. The Georgia Bulldogs laying 24 and a half to Kentucky. Oh, Kentucky can't even get – you talk about inept offense. That defense is going to be – is just going to be stifling. Um, if Fromm comes back to the form where he's capable of, this is a runaway. I, 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 I Unfortunately, I have to lay it. It's a fat line, but I have to lay it. I know. It is a fat line. It's a big line, but I agree with you. Bulldogs come back. This is a game that you have you spoke about earlier. So everybody, take note if you're uh, planning on playing the games today. It's a great game in the Pac-12. It is Arizona State at Utah. The Utes are a 14-point favorite, but you think that's too high? Way too high. Not enough respect to the to the back end of this defense, Arizona State defense. Uh, and with that being said, even though you know Tyler Huntley and Zach Moss, the offensive quarterback and running back for Utah, are playing great football, and I like the the fact that both of these teams are led by defense, that is a huge line, and they're not giving a lot of, enough respect to the way Jalen Daniels plays um, for uh, for Arizona State. With that being said, I'm taking the Sun Devils. Sun Devils, it is, baby. I like it. I agree. Riding with you. I'm also going to ride with the Longhorns over Kansas, and I'm going to lay 21 points. I think uh, I think Texas goes up and down the field. Agree. Let's ride. Let's ride. Let's ride. Michigan, Penn State. Penn State, an eight-point favorite over Michigan. I know Michigan has had its difficulties scoring and driving, but I think both of these defenses are going to have a way to, to slow down the opposing offense. This is a low-scoring game. I think Penn State finds a way to eke it out at home, but I like Michigan with the points. You know what's funny is I when the when the game I first looked at the game last year, Michigan routed Penn State, so Penn State feels like it's got something for Michigan. And let me tell you, they'll romp the score if they can. And oh, I yeah. thought, I thought, you know, this is a Penn State game. They wrap white out. And then what shook me was the Penn State offense that was outgained in yardage by the Iowa offense last week. And arguably, the Michigan defense is better. And I think we are sleeping on Michigan a little bit because they are overrated and they stink yeah. offensively. Yep. So I think you're kind of right. 
So I'm going to go with you and take the points. Well, you, you definitely swayed me. Alabama <laughs> laying it 34 and a half over Tennessee at home. Told you a long time ago. I don't. I'm not picking against Alabama in the spread. Just take it. <laughs> yeah, you're right on every week. Uh, how about this one? Tennessee, Alabama, um, Boise State, and BYU. Boise, perfect. Now got to go on the road. Tough place to play. They're a seven-point favorite in Provo. I think this is the type of game that BYU gets hyped for and plays them tough. Don't yeah, think they have too. enough manpower to beat them, but I like BYU with the points. I agree. I agree. I think you're right on. Arizona, USC. Uh, USC's a 10-point favorite. Kind of a little bit fat for SC, but you know Arizona's really reeling with um, Khalil Tate inconsistencies, and I think I'm just I'm, I'm inclined to lay it because I think SC needs to bounce back in a big way. So I'm gonna lay it. Yeah, it's t- it seems, number seems fat to me. It does. Yeah, I think I'm gonna take the doggy dog when it comes to uh, Arizona. I I hear you. I. I'm not in love with that. That team's not good, but no. They're somehow they're four and two. I mean, how's that? <laughs> Actually, the more I look at it, the more I agree with you. I see rolls. Let's yeah. go Trojans. We ride together. All right, there it is. The college breakdown. We don't think uh, just in, in hindsight. There's no real big upsets going to happen today. No, the only teams uh, at peril are obviously the Michigan Penn State and pa- yeah, Baylor is the, is is it? We both don't like be Oklahoma surprised State. if Arizona State finds a way to beat Utah. I, I I don't think it's really an upset, but when you look at the line, I mean Utah's favored by two touchdowns. Some people say, well, how do you get to that point? It, Arizona has always played. Arizona State has always played Utah very strong, and this is unfortunately for the Utes. This is sort of around the time where they have a collapse where they might lose a game or two against opponents they, they were favored to beat. So don't be surprised by that one. But there are not a whole lot of major upsets. I mean, I think I think Temple can get SMU. Um, and we talked about Baylor uh, and, and, and uh, you Oklahoma You said Washington State. over Oregon, maybe. Yeah, Washington over Oregon. But that's only a three. I mean, they only swayed by three right. points. So, you right. know, it's not really an upset um, per se. So other than that, I really don't see a whole lot of action. All right, here it is, your college card for today. Let's move over to to the big boys. But before we do, oh, here he is, the Lord of Trending, giving you his best Geico Ween voice. Ooh. Here he is, Creepy Ilo. <laughs> Creepy Ilo. It, let's make that clear, in the Halloween connotations. <laughs> yes, I'm a, a regular Vincent Price of the new millennium. <laughs> 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 On Friday night in Game 5 of the American League Championship Series, the New York Yankees used two home runs in the first inning to beat the Houston Astros 4-1 to one and keep their season alive. And, of course, you know what that means. So here we go. Bottom of the first inning, Yankees trailing the Astros one to nothing. DJ LeMahieu at the plate, and our man at the microphone on WFAN. The 0-1 to DJ swung on and drilled to deep right. That ball is high. It is far. It is gone to tie the game. David John makes long gone. He homers to right, and the game oh is tied at one. Oh my! That is so bad. You know what? It's too bad we just 
thought of this because it's the end of the season. We need to put maybe for for 2020 some sort of scale for his various home run calls, like you know, one out of five Sterlings. And the thing is, our criticism has been he's gotten repetitive. He's not coming up with new weird material during the postseason. I'm, yeah, I'm you, you got to amp it up for postseason. Exactly. Right? Come up with some, you know, come up with some even more off the wall catchphrases. Now, sure. later in the bottom of the first inning, two men on and Aaron Hicks at the plate. The pitch is lined deep to right field down the line. She is gone. It hit the foul pole. It climbed off the foul pole. It's a three run home run. Aaron Hicks. It's one to the sticks, and the Yankees take a 4-1 lead. And that would be the final <laughs> score, so the Yankees stay alive. Houston still leads the series three games to two. And remember, game six is tonight in Houston, 8.08 Eastern. So with that in mind, the Astros landed at George Bush Intercontinental Airport at 2.46 Central Time this morning. The Yankees landed at Hobby Airport in Houston two minutes later at 2.48 a.m. Central Time. John, could you please stop talking? I'm trying to get some sleep on this flight. You know, Susan, I have to come up with some new home run calls for Game 6 tonight because the fellas say I'm getting repetitive. <laughs> oh, we can only hope. In college football on Friday night, fourth-ranked Ohio State won at Northwestern 52-3. to Buckeyes quarterback Justin Fields, 18-24 to for 194 with four touchdown passes, fellas. All right. He is Ilo, Lord of Trendings. We are the fellas, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, coming to you live from the Geico. Fox Sports Radio Studios, 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Either any update on the pitching for tonight? They both said bullpen games. I'm sorry, the probables? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Has not been uh, has not been officially announced yet. It's probably going to – I would say it's going to break maybe at – well, certainly after they wake up, uh, maybe late morning, early afternoon when they first get to the ballpark because the pregame press conferences are, what, about three hours before the first pitch? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, it'll be officially announced then, but I think it'll probably leak out before. But I'll double-check. Yeah, it sounds good. I, they said earlier it was going to be a bullpen game for both teams, so we'll see. All right, um, let's get to the NFL Shall we? And do our NFL selections kind of, as we do it, go through some of the games and what we like. To start it off, interesting game, the Rams with Jalen Ramsey in tow. Go to Atlanta. They're a three-point favorite, Lincoln, in Atlanta. Well, look, the Rams made, you know, a lot of people were speculating why the Rams played such a high price for Jalen Ramsey twofold. They knew they were going to do away with Peters, and Akeem Talib's going on IR, so they needed a corner for this for this defense. And they're in a, they're in a win-now mode. They gave up a lot of their future because they believe they are a team that's capable after going to the Super Bowl oh, last man, year just, yeah. to be back. So that that's why they made the move. With that being said, my, my question mark is not so much with the Rams because I think with Gurley back, people have sort of figured out a way to negate a lot of things they do on offense, but they're still a good enough team. My biggest concern is what happened to Atlanta. I don't know what to make out of the Falcons. I mean, they're they're above garbage. Without going too much into it, um, I mean, they're better than garbage, but they're playing like garbage. Without going too much into it, I think the Rams win, so I lay it with the Rams. 
I, uh, I, this line stinks to me. Why is it only three? Because, uh, because, 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 in recent weeks there has been sort of a formula on how to negate what the Rams do on offense. Um, yeah, but the Falcons are terrible defensively. Yeah, and 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 that's why I, I think that Atlanta has shown times that they can play with people and compete. It's just been inconsistent throughout the year. I think the Rams with Todd Gurley comes back has a big game. I think they just take control. All right, I I, I like the Falcons. I, I just can't shake. This number, this number should be much higher than three. There, there, people are talking about that Quinn's out and their Falcons are have imploded. I don't, I don't see, I, I don't see it. I just think this is a, this is a trap of all traps. Trap, trap, trap. All right, uh, I'll tell you what's not a trap. The Bills against Miami. Oh, it's not a trap. Seven, downright seventeen ugly. point favorite. The Bills. I mean, I, I, like I don't know how you could even bet Miami. But 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 here's the thing. Come on now, Miami's going to play with a little bit of pride. I got. I know the Bills, the Bills are going to win. Right? Can you say the Bills aren't, can't even score 17 points? That's that's that was going to be my next comment. <laughs> I was going to. I, I got to take Miami with the point. I got to take Miami's with the points. The Dolphins with the points. I can't because I the Bills aren't necessarily an offensive juggernaut. So. Good football team defensively, but no, it's not going to be seventeen nothing. So I'm going to take Miami with the points. <laughs> I was going to jump in and say I think I have a stat here. I don't think the Bills have scored more than eighteen points in a game yet this season. See, I didn't even well, know that's that. a good point. Eighteen to nothing, they cover. <laughs> Jaguars and Bengals. Jags three and Stinkies. a half. Stinky. Do we have to touch this one? Yeah. Ew. Yeah. Well, you know. The porn stash Bengals, so Bengals are terrible, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Andy Dalton, you remember? I feel bad for the, Andy Dalton. Back in the bad. day, Steve playing the playoff games, yeah. Steelers, and, yeah. You know. And he stinks. But I feel I feel bad for him now because he can't get any protection. The offensive line is horrible. Oh, no, I know, I know, I know. You're right about that. All right, Minnesota's laying two in Detroit. Against uh, our buddy Chris's alliance. Chris is our sound uh, engineer. Chris, real think? quick, what are your thoughts on this game? Uh, I don't know what to ma- really make of Minnesota. Uh, I kind of like the Lions in this spot. I feel like they're just going to come come out angry at what's been going on. And really, if, if they're going to stay competitive for the division, they're, they're backed into this corner. So I like Detroit in this spot. All right. Well, I don't. I like Minnesota. I think they came alive last week. I think the Lions. I mean, the Vikings are are have got their groove. Uh, Cousins is playing with confidence uh, in his offense. I think they have. I know that the, the, no one plays more man coverage than the Lions, and with this receiving core, especially with tight ends, uh, I think the Lions. I mean, uh, the the Vikings can do something. So I like the Vikings here. I agree. I like Minnesota as well. I think Minnesota. Presents a, uh, <laughs> I think they're, I think they're legit, and I just think they they go on a run as they're yeah, doing. I, I agree. Uh, your team is in the Green Bay, where you are right yeah. now at this very moment in the heartland of Wisconsin. Packers five and a half, tough line over the Raiders. It is a tough line. It is a tough line. Raiders are playing confidently. They're coming off the bye. They're going to have some some interesting uh, some things going on. 
My concern ultimately is Trent Brown and his availability. Now he's listed as doubtful. I mean, uh, questionable um, or probable, I should say, uh, to play. But if he has and he has a strained calf, he struggled in London with speed rushes, uh, and they've got some speed on the edge in the Packer Packerland, and it's going to be a loud, raucous crowd. I do think the Vikings are vulnerable, but I still think they're especially with quarterback play, they're a, a, a step above. The Raiders haven't beaten the Packers they've the, in, and since 1990. It's been 9-0, 0-9 uh, against the Pack. Um, but I think the Raiders find a way to keep it close. And when I say by close, I think it's a field goal that's going to separate this game. So I'm going to take the Raiders with the points. You're going to take Oakland plus the points. I'll defer yeah. to you. I, I This is a tough game, man. I, I don't have game. a real feel for it. Yeah. I lean Oakland, but the only thing is, is that a, you know, I like the teams coming off of a bye. I think there's more focus there, like ready to go. They're, they're feeling good about themselves the last two weeks. But so it's I, hard because the receiving core is still depleted, and you have a yeah, lot of unproven commodities, and you can't. So teams are going to, to, in my opinion, they're going to double Darren Waller, and they're going to try to load the box to force Derek to make plays to deplete a receiver core. And I just don't know how he how he does that because he's been a little skittish in the past. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a great point. All right, we'll come back. Fellas, big link. I'm Cuz, and uh, continue to break down next before we get out of here. Right here on Fox Sports Radio. The fellas, 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 fellas. Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano. So a couple things. And then we'll get to the rest of the picks. I want to thank Ryan and uh, and Chris. As always, they do a great job. Fellas, thank you. You're welcome. You're, you're Don't the, you forget you're the best. <laughs> <laughs> you're Ryan's such a gentleman. <laughs> Chris, such an a-hole. Uh, you want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your year. First year, automatically, with no limit to how much will match. Millions of people a year are getting their cash back match. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more. Discover.com slash cash back match. Link, let's get through the the rest of the card. It's still a big one, and uh, we've got some work to do. There's a great game in Indianapolis. The Colts and against Deshaun Watson, the Texans. Quite frankly, I'm at a loss with this game. I, I lean Texans, but those Colts are, that's a good squad. In the past, Jacoby Brissett has had some uh, some success against the Texans, and I think this is the game they get up for. Um, I know the Texans had a great win against Kansas City, uh, not to be discounted, but I I, I think they, they run into a little bit of a buzzsaw, and I'm going with the Colts here. All right, well, Colts beat KC. Two. No, no, yeah. no. I'm just. Oh, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that that the Texans. Just when you count them out, they find a way to get things done. But I do like Indianapolis here. Yeah, tough game, man. I'm having a tough. Yeah, to me, to stay away. But gun to the head, I think you lean Colts. I was at Texas. That's why I'm going back and forth. Game I actually like a lot is the Giants. They're getting healthier this week with their offense taking on. Arizona. They're not terrible. I'll take the Giants, lay the three. I think Kyler Murray is going to have a big game, and I think this is going to be a nasty game, but I, I like that. I'm going to take the Cardinals. You get the Cardinals? All right. All right we'll go. Hit the head. 
Uh, a game we won't go head to head is the Niners. The Niners True story. laying nine against Washington. What do you mean? I thought the I thought the Redskins have a great chance of coming out and beating the Niners and knocking them from the undefeated ranks. <laughs> Not um, no. <laughs> Lay it, Redskins. Lay it. Niners. Lay it. How about this one? Great game. The Bears and the Saints. The Saints coming off a win at Jacksonville. Now got to go to Chicago. Bears off a bye. Ridiculously tough spot for the Saints. You saw the Bears put up a clunker in London, then a bye. Where you at? Well, I mean, I just don't understand how the Bears are favored. I still think, taking in consideration that both defenses Vegas, are good, you know, they negate each other. They kind of cross each other out, both defenses. But offensively, even without Kamara, the Saints' offense is better than the Bears' offense. Um Mitchell Trubisky is not that much of a difference maker, so I'm not sure what they saw here. But with that being said, uh, I, I'm going to go with the Saints. I like the Saints here. All right. It is my high. It's my best bet of the day is the Bears. Uh-oh. Yeah, like, I, I love the Bears. Okay. Spot. Right. It's a spot foul pick. Mm-hmm. Okay. Titans, Chargers. Ew, Snaker. ew, Magoo. Tennessee's laying two. Somebody's got to win, but somebody's got to score. They're are gross. You that excited about Ryan Tannehill? Like, the, <laughs> the Chargers are the Chargers are trash. Did you, did you, did you just say they're gross? They are. Did you see that? Well, I don't understand. Yeah. How could they not beat that Steeler team? I don't know. <laughs> they're gross. They uh, are. Those we have to pick someone. Just... No, it's not. Uh, <laughs> Seahawks in a great game. Seahawks and Ravens. Seahawks and Ravens. The Seahawks laying three at home. Totally agree. It's going to be a great game. And a lot of people seem to think that the the Ravens, I mean, the Ravens are legit, but they they, they, haven't you noticed they struggled against above average quarterbacks? This is Mm -hmm. a great opportunity for Russell Wilson to be Mr. Improvisation. So I like the Seahawks. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a uh, well. I like Baltimore, but I think you're right about Russ. I think the yeah. Ravens run all over, all over Seattle. But I think you're right. Russ has a monster game, so I, I think it's a highly entertaining game. All right, the, the Sunday nighter, and you have given me, you have given, you have heartened me. <laughs> the Eagles and the Cowboys, and you know, again, I was raised an Eagles fan, and you know, quite frankly, I hate the Cowboys. I've always have, and born and bred to do so. To my DNA, the Cowboys are laying two and a half against the Eagles. I calls them the way I see them, and the Eagles dealing with a, a locker room snitch, deal uh, who's. Talking to the media, airing the team's dirty laundry. The Eagles, who have struggled mightily defensively, they got rid of their middle linebacker who played 70 snaps a week ago because he wasn't buying into the program. And they have no receivers. They go into Dallas, and I would like them if it was the, if it wasn't that they're getting healthy. The Cowboys are. All of their injured players are supposed to give it a go. Both tackles, 
Amari Cooper, Randall Cobb. Tough game, Holmes. And for that reason, all those reasons and more, I still think the Eagles win. Look, it's it's one of those things where you play a rivalry game and everything everything seems to be against you, but for some reason you find a way to rally and win. They're still they're not totally devoid of players. I mean, we're not talking about the Redskins here. You see what I'm saying? The Eagles have got some good pieces, and they got some pieces that can challenge, and they know how to play Dallas. And when you have a rivalry like this, it's usually the ebb and flow of the season where the visiting team will go into the home stadium and steal one. I think it happens here. I'm going with the Eagles. Wow! I, I, I listen. I'm not going to pick against you. No, no, take I'm, it. No, go with your no. heart. I'm just saying this is my. No, my heart is, is with you. Okay. My head is the other way, but my heart is with you. <laughs> so I therefore, have, I, I have a I feeling that the Cowboys will save their fourth, their fourth loss. They'll get their fourth loss. Yeah, are they? Are they? Are they that bad, Link? No, no, they're not that bad. But I think they get a loss here. Because they go up against an opponent who can they beat can't them. win on. They got to get. They, they got to get ready to clapper. The clapper's oh. got to go. Clap on. Come on now, <laughs> Jason Garrett's got got just gots to go. If they lose this game. I, I to me, see ya. He down. Here it is. Everybody, thanks for listening, Lincoln. You got to give him the out. Oh, you already go know ahead, it's baby. coming, right? See ya. See ya. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.